Hey, y'all. It is March 13th, 2016. Welcome to another episode of the Salinas on the Ground podcast. So, tonight, uh, we got Longo here from Salinas. How's it going, y'all? What's going on? What's up, dude? How you doing? I'm doing most excellent. It's been a productive and uh, unique day thus far, and it continues with this podcast. Damn straight. <laughs> Damn straight. <laughs> Homer, that's your Homer line right there? Yeah, I'll cover is that Homer? Remember we were just talking about Homer with yeah, the dog? That oh, dog. He, no he, it was in his short-term memory bank. He tried to, he tried to play it off like it was his own. <laughs> I wish. No, fuck no. <laughs> I, I, whatever. Anyways, yeah. so. <laughs> yeah, our guest today is Longo, the local hip-hop artist. I guess you got to say local. You're not, on, you're not on Skype. Oh, no, I ain't nobody. Don't, look, don't yeah. get it twisted. Yeah. I ain't nobody. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, well, you do hip-hop, and that's why you're here today to, on the show. And, and I appreciate you guys having me because, uh, like I just said, I ain't nobody. So, you know, <laughs> it's cool to be able to come and uh, have people interested talking to you. Yeah, hell yeah. Well, I, because, again, I personally, hip-hop, that's my, you know, music genre. If I were to pick one, that's what I like. So it's always cool to, to hear that, you know, there's hip-hop artists here in Salinas. And when I say hip-hop, I'm trying to be all, like, to say it but like hip-hop as in there's to me that you can divide rap and hip-hop in a sense yeah hip-hop yeah. to me is more rap is like the action like what you do you rap like you're a rapper yeah hip-hop is the lifestyle is the community is just the overall like vibe of it you know like yeah the, at least most of the time but then you have i don't know it's just it's a genre that's been broken down now into many a subgenre, just like rock and you know whatever else. I'm sure you could do it country too. Dude, it's in commercials and shit nowadays. Exactly. Selling, I can't believe it's not butter and it's like a hip hop beat. In yeah. The or uh, what they? I saw um, Honey Nut Cheerios had Nelly ride with me as their as their fucking gimmicks on really? for a minute. Yeah. I fucking love that song. Because <laughs> it was hey, must be the honey. <laughs> Dude, you could do that now. That's so weird. You, know, you could do YouTube. that nowadays. <laughs> he's straight. He's going Try to, to do it. that in 1995 and people would lose their mind. Oh, no, you know? there would be outrage. But that, that's, what, that's what's awesome. And that's what I love about it. Um, and uh, that was one of my big things when I started hearing because of the internet. Fuck. I know, I know some artists, especially big popular mainstream artists, don't like downloading music and all that shit. But I got introduced to so much stuff. And that's how I, I started listening to... French hip hop, really, and like what? East European. Yeah, I mean, not that I, not that. Oh yeah, like oh, uh, see si vous play MC, you know, <laughs> yeah. like or whatever, you know. Not si not play. I see you play. <laughs> yeah, not like you know. I can't. I can't sit there and name you all the, all these artists. But that's when I was like, wait, what the? I understand what they're doing. I don't know what the hell they're saying, but I could feel the emotion and I understand the beat. Not only that, but it's just cool to see something that started in America or in even, you could say, urban America to spread that far, to be something cool enough to where people got that passionate about it, even if for... And, and that's the thing about that interesting. I wonder if those people actually speak English and can understand the rap or if they just feel the energy and the emotion so much that they are like, I need to try this. That's what I, I think. To me, it's, it's the art of the oppressed. And I, it really that's is. That's a very romantic way of saying it. But, dude, something, again, about the, the beat and then the way it started. And it, it's just like, yeah, it's, it's fighting back against a, a fucked up system in a, a new, unique way. You know, Some people don't understand it because it's not like... Revolution is you got to pick up arms and then take over the government. You know that's a revolution. It's like fuck no, this is a revolution. Yeah, in its, its not, own way, it's about it's not about taking action against the oppressors necessarily. It's about building that camaraderie within the people that are struggling to have the power to stand up to them. It's not necessarily doing it. It's having the ability to is what scares them into change. Hell yeah, no, that, that's a that's a really really cool way of putting it. Um, and and yeah, and so that's what I feel. 
you know when that it, when it went international it's like cool so when i when i hear this sound i know those people are trying to get a message out they're trying to say that they're in a fucked up situation and they're trying to they're trying to uh, put a light on that so when i got started hearing that like oh, this is fucking cool this hip hop shit is is different it's not just some dudes in New York, you know, just having a house party. It it, it really it, it it evolved and then it almost devolved again. <laughs> it retrogressed to a sense as like because I mean like you have those those really talented and passionate artists that but for every one of those you have you have five dudes that are just trying to make generic club bangers and not that there's anything wrong with that and it has its place but I feel like as an artist or even in anything you do you should try to be versatile and well rounded and if you can't make something from the soul that I can relate to like. I don't know how am I supposed to make a, a real connection with the music. Yeah, no, that's true. Because for years, since it's new, I mean, it's still pretty new. Literally, to the, for the seventies, you know. I mean, you could really go back in history and, well, and yeah, it has where its roots way and elements deeper. Are, yeah. yeah, yeah. But this hip hop itself is it really came out in the seventies, and um, so yeah, so so it's a really new thing, and, and like country and a bunch of all this other uh, genres have been around for a while. So you can you can you can make generics. It's literally a formula. You could like this plus this divided by this equals a top forty song. Oh yeah, exactly. And yeah, hip hop exactly. was seemed it wasn't there for a while, but nowadays it is definitely there. Now it's there. And yeah, it is what it is, man. Um, that's why I like. And, uh, and when I say this, I don't necessarily bump his music a lot, but someone like Kendrick is someone I really enjoy. Um, he's using he got himself to that platform, and now he's using it to spread positivity and a, a good message. Like even with something that those shoesy came out with, where One's blue and one's red to try to um, <laughs> to, to try to like you know divide that gang violence. Just being like, okay, we can you all be on the same. Bring it together, right? Not well, divide. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, no, we don't want to bring the violence together. <laughs> well, I I remember that I, I'm uh, fucking I forgot what song he is. He talks about one of his dude. Sing it for me. No, sing about <laughs> sing about me is probably my favorite song of his. But he has one where he's like. Fuck your truce, you you know. My cousin got shot in like '94 or some shit, you know, because they had they had that big truce like '92 or something in the big old blood crips truce. Oh, okay. And um, so yeah, so and he was like, "Fuck your truce," you know. He, he, <laughs> there was no truce. My cousin got killed after. It. And um, so yeah, so it, it's cool. That's what I really like about him, because um, there are some songs. What 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 am I I'm fucking trying to think of one? But there's some songs that if you just listen to them, they're they're like glorifying violence mm-hmm. and i could see how some people that don't understand hip-hop will be like dude see that's that's what we're against this is the new hero but it's like dude he's just saying he's showing the the hypocrisy and, and how stupid it is to ride around with a gun you know just looking for somebody with a different color exactly and and the way he's doing it is by you know telling you his words when he was 16 like dude this is what i thought when i was 16 how stupid am i you know right, yeah that's what his songs are always saying you know like look how dumb this is and this that's is what a lot people of people think. don't understand is that like they always think that like this is what this person thinks right now it's like nah man like if i made this song it might have been from the perspective when i was really low like i shared a a song from an artist i really enjoy named chris calico i don't know if you guys know who that is probably not. yeah no tech nine is yeah yeah, hell he's, yeah he's like tech nine's like right hand for you know what yeah. i'm saying uh he's got an album coming out released a song he's like the most talented vocalist I've ever heard. He's not just an insanely dope rapper. Like, dude can sing his fucking ass off. And dude, that's bad. Versatility is insane. Like, he's a really... And so he came out with this really dope song called Stop the World, and it's just, like, about... He has, like, deals with, like, anxiety and bipolar and shit like that. And uh, it's just about feeling that real low about, like, just stop the world, let me off. Like, I don't want to be on this ride anymore. 
it's like coming from a, a very fucking soul perspective, you know, like the core of who you are or what you are. And my dad commented on it and was like, I really like this song. This guy can really sing, but I don't agree with his, what it's about. Like, I don't think you should ever do that. You should keep fighting and shit. And I'm like, no, exactly. But this song is evidence that he did that. He got out of that state of mind. Yeah. And this is just to show other people that are there that, hey, I was here at one point and I got through it. So even though you can feel this way, it's okay to feel this way and you will get past it. Hell yeah. Dude, I, fuck it. I know it's super cool when to talk to somebody that understands that. Thank you. I appreciate that. Sometimes um, I, I'm trying to explain hip hop because, again, I hang around with a lot of fucking metalheads or rockers or al- alternative <laughs> alternative rock listeners, too. Uh, we don't get it. But yeah, so, somehow <laughs> it is. Um, dude, where's that? It, there's a Kid Cudi song. There's a, it's a Kid Cudi song all about partying and drinking and smoking. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, is it? No, it's not. I'm, I'm, I got swimming pools in my head from, from Kendrick Lamar. But there's, there's another one, and it's all about partying, and you, you hear it, and it's like, oh, oh, shit. You know, like, damn, this guy just wants to have fun and, and be an idiot. But at the very end, it, it ends with him going like, oh, why did I drink so much yeah. and smoke so much? And then he's realizing, like, dude, all, all that fun, all that, all that shit I was having was all fake. Mm-hmm. It's all was, just a temporary high. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I was drunk. I was stoned, and, and I was having fun. But I wasn't having fun. You know, mm-hmm. I was just I was under that high. But everybody comes down from it at some point, and it has to deal with the reality of it. And that yeah. it, and that's the very end of the song. You know, and it's it's not a rap or anything. Like you just it just ends that it, it's way. It's kind of like almost like a mini skit at the end where he's just like fuck. Yeah. I got way too fucked up, and now I'm suffering. Life balances itself out, man. Like what goes up must come down. Like you know, you take fucking this much away, it's got to be replenished by this. You know. Dude, yeah. Life's weird, man. It's all energy, and you need to understand the way energy balances itself out and the way it conducts itself to really, like, even grasp. Because anything, like, thoughts are just vibrations, man. Like, that's why the term manifest destiny doesn't just, it's not just some, like, you know, spiritual bullshit. Like, that's what that comes from is the fact that, or uh, I don't like the vibes in here. That term comes from the vibrations, the actual, like, we're all just vibrating waves and shit. Like Beach Boys, fucking best song ever. Good vibrations. Good vibrations, man. Everything, <laughs> what well, is that sound is a vibration, and that's what know? that's why music is a very unique thing, is because it's just it can strike you in so many ways and invoke so much different things in in any given person, you know. Fuck yeah, and again, that's why I like hip hop. And then, like going back to rockers, I don't want to mess with rockers. I'm calling them rockers now, not even metalheads, because that's way too way too generic. But like, what the fuck do they sing about? You know, <laughs> what do they sing about? Girls, which I'm down for. That's cool. And then like motorcycles and shit that's cool though that's their lane though and like you know like i don't want to defend it so i'm not gonna but like <laughs> well people do get political songs, like slayer there are songs shit. yeah well slayer gets political. slayer's more like demons versus angels or like but again it's a metaphor but see, yeah but it's see, a that's metaphor thing, yeah, yeah that's well, a I metaphor. Get that, but like but some people don't. It's not as obvious. <laughs> no, I know. Some people don't or, get that shit. Yeah. Some people, that that's where all like, oh, they're Satan worshippers. Like, no, you fucking clown. They're just talking metaphorically. Dude, God Dude, hates us all. <laughs> Listen Tom to Raya, the lyrics the of... singer for Slayer is like the most Catholic guy out there, right? Like, you, you, can't, you can't judge Dude, a book by yeah, cover, exactly. you know? When I actually listened to God hates us all, and I was like, oh, shit. This is like a sermon. He's just being like, hey, we're fucking up. We're fucking it up. 
we need to be good Christians because God hates us all. And then like the parents, that's all they hear, you know? It's like, oh my God, this song's terrible. Yeah. And it's like, no, dude, but this it's like, is... No, he's almost it's like... going to lead your kid to some, church. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. Or even like, even the opposite. Like I was thinking about, actually on my walk over here, I was thinking about like what I was going to talk about. And I was thinking like at some point I should probably talk about how I got into hip hop. And that, at some point, you know, we should probably ask you how you got into hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for bringing it up. So what's up? <laughs> we, we're gonna get called, we're gonna get pretty sidetracked in convos here, but you know, um, yeah. So I mean, I grew up in New Jersey uh, for 14 years, and uh, I guess they'll bust out the accent and you know talk how I wanna used to talk if I really want Whoa. to. Uh, yeah, people sometimes is I like that to, real. <laughs> this is what I do. I like to mess with people beforehand. Oh. I don't like to tell them I'm from Jersey, and then I just start talking like this and like, hey man, that's pretty damn good. And I'm like, oh, so what? Your accent's better than mine. Nah, but uh, like, uh, <laughs> on the Jewish at the end. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the the neighbor shit. from Aquatine. Oh God, Carl. Carl, Carl I yeah. love Carl. He sounds like Carl. Oh, I love Carl. Now I under- Carl's got a New Jersey accent. Now I get it. Yeah, um, but uh, so yeah, I mean, like, and I'm, I'm, I turned 26 uh, on the 18th. So what, five days? So oh, I'm, well, you know, happy birthday. What Thanks, guys. Yeah. yeah. Wait, happy you birthday. turned 18. I'm sorry, 26. This Thursday? Yes. That's fucking St. Patty's. Oh, no, 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 no. The day after St. Patty's. Oh, how dare you. I actually... Um, I was going to say, let's go party. <laughs> I, no, no. I was going to invite you guys. I actually opened for uh, KRS-One at the Catalyst on St. Patty's Day if you guys want to schmop. Damn. I was just talking to my brother about what are we doing for St. Patty's. I'm going to Looks like you guys are going to KRS-One. Mm, I'd be down. To it's going to be a good KRS show, man. KRS-One. But then two hundred ones having the... Man. Yeah. It's, but on. if you're in Santa Cruz and you got Rosie McCann's, dude... On St. Patrick's Day. Oh, I didn't even we think were about there that. La- we were there last year on St. Patrick's was Day. Was it? Yeah. Because I what? remember asking them, did you? Did anybody come in here ordering uh, car bombs? And they oh, said, yeah. Oh, dude, they probably and stocked up on fucking... No, fuck no. Because, well, I, a legit Irish bar wouldn't do it, you know? <laughs> we were and at- I asked them, I was really? like, did, did people come in here asking for car bombs? I said, yeah. I said, did you guys serve any? I said, hell no. Why? Because like, it, it just the, it goes back to the troubles and all that and uh, the... Christians versus they, Catholics. Oh, I didn't actually know. I, I, I feel ignorant right now. Yeah. I didn't know that was like, I thought that was just like, yeah, oh, Irish car bombs are real fucking oh, shit. Yo. Slippery nipple sex on the beach, Irish car bomb, you know? Like, I don't know. The people that we were, we weren't talking about the John Steinbeck English people on, right? That was before we no, started. No, we, that was okay, before, yeah, yeah. yeah. So if you're listening, don't worry about it. Eh? Um, but that that lady, her brother actually got hurt by an Irish car bomb. Wow. So it was like, that's when that drink got real to me. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll never order this drink again. That's that shit that that's like, there's no way you we, can prepare for it if you were to make a reference to it by accident and be like, fuck, my We bad. need to give that drink a new name because they are good. Yeah, <laughs> that's damn a thing. good drink. Yeah, yeah, and that's sweet. what, see, well, now, well, now I feel bad because well, that's one of my yeah, favorite things. Yeah, you can't order it like that. It's People try to get away fuck. with it by saying car bomb, but it's like, dude, we all know where. Yeah, we know where. You're not calling it like a. Where, where else are they from? You know. I, I think it's funny though because, like, I've heard arguments around like, "Oh, you wouldn't order a drink called a 911." It was like, uh, "Yeah, yeah we would. fucking we're, would. We're Americans. That sounds yeah, like that sounds like two would. fucking double shots yeah. and something else to pour into it. Yeah, that sounds we delicious. Dude, fireball. Until someone <laughs> from New York that was there told me their story, I'd be like, "911." Uh, I was. I could see the fucking smoke from my middle school when that shit happened. I was in oh, Jersey. Really? I was in Jersey. Yeah. Oh, so, you, so you could joke about it. There we go. You're involved. You're a fucking. Yeah, you, uh, I'm a survivor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Wait, so Casualty. You order I jumped from the second story, like, yeah. you know, a whole state away, but um, I still jumped from the second story that day. Breathe the air in. From school? You had to breathe the air in. Yeah. The you cops were chasing me. Yeah, I, had to, I actually I had to get the kickball off the roof. You know, it was a whole thing. 
So it's anyway, ask, how did that work out? You're from Jersey. You see the smoke. Like they're like, we're staying in school. It what was. The fuck? It was one of those things where you know um, you hear it a lot in references to TV, or you know you hear uh, your parents or something talk about it. We're like. Uh, they'll be like, where were you when this happened? You'll always remember you were exactly where I was in homeroom, Miss Edwards' science class. Um, and they just, they came over the fucking intercom and was like, uh, we just have it. I don't remember exactly word for word, but they were just like, yeah, basically someone flew, so a terror, terrorist attack at World Trade Center and shit just got real. So I don't even know what the, I don't know if they were just telling us just to tell us if they were trying to say, get under your desks. It's, <laughs> I, you know, I, I don't know, but yeah, they definitely told us. And then yeah. I remember, um, I thought it was the Russians, but it was the Arabs. I remember being a kid because I must have been what 10, 11, 10 probably. I don't, I didn't. I remember Nine not 11. grasping. I remember not. <laughs> I remember not grasping the situation Boo. fully and being yeah. like, "Why won't people stop talking about this?" Just like you know, not you know. Well, you were a kid. Yeah, yeah I, I just didn't sense. know that. Like, I didn't realize the, the full extent of what it actually meant. You know. Yeah, yeah. totally, man. Like, what were you doing, Kujo? Waking up. <laughs> My mom comes to the room and she's like, they, they, they brought down the buildings. And I was like, okay, went back to sleep. Yeah, that's and the thing. I remember waking up, eating breakfast, going to school. Everyone's talking about it. And, and you guys are super like far away, though. Like, yeah. yeah, well, <laughs> to me, it might as well have been another country. You well, know? yeah, because 9 o'clock over there, it was barely country. 6 over here. Yeah, I was going to say we're three hours ahead over on the we, East yeah. Coast. We, we didn't, what time did school start? Like 8.30, 9? Closer to 9. 8.15. What are you talking about? Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I do. Kind of where were you? I was taking a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so bad. That's how I really... I, for years I wrestled with, should I say it? Should I not? Be honest. But yeah. That's how it you was heard in my parents' it. room, were, too. So it was like, I was like in the master bathroom thinking I was all badass. Like, dude. Like Elmo <laughs> on the toilet. And then my sister uh, comes and knocks on the door. And she was like, they flew a plane into the World Trade Center. Did it scare the and, shit and, out and of you? The, no, I didn't know what the hell was going on. No, yeah. I just like you saw the what? smoke though. That's well, because she like again, you were taking a shit. Yeah, scare the shit. No, okay. It started, I didn't even. I would, that's how I. That's how little I knew what the hell was going on. You know, I yeah, didn't no, fear yeah. it that much. How How old are you guys? I'm 28. I turned 29. Yeah, in, so you're a couple turning months. 30 this year. Yeah, yeah I was. Right I was a freshman. Yeah, I was a mm-hmm. freshman in high school. Oh, especially at that point, like you might have comprehended what happened, but you just got better things going on. No, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, well, I remember because it it was very very eerie. It was quiet. That's the one thing. Our school was quiet as fuck. It was so weird because it was high school. You know, yeah. high school in Salinas, so it was fucking loud usually, but it was quiet. And every teacher had the TV on, and it was just news all day, and. um yeah, it, I don't know. It, it was eerie. It was, it was whatever. Do you guys watch the league by chance? Yeah, how yeah. Do you know Kevin? Yeah. The, Kevin from the league actually yeah. recently tall, got tall exposed. Tall guy, but yeah. Tall, yeah. Oh, a tall guy, tall yeah, guy. Tall Brian, guy. Brian. Right. <laughs> um, he got exposed because I guess he like had this story about how he survived or was like in the building when it happened, and then he got called out for it by not happening, and everyone gave him shit for yeah. it. And I'm like, dude. People do worse shit every day. Like, get the fuck over it. Yeah, people... Dude, he lost his fucking Buffalo Wild Wings deal really? because of that. Yeah, I mean, he, used, he had just started doing the Buffalo Wild Wings commercial, and they dropped him. It's like, get people- the fuck out of here. <laughs> it's not like he said he carried out 10 people and shit. I thought it was funny, the recent fad of, like, getting people in trouble for racist shit they said, like, 30 years ago. <laughs> like, what? Dude, it's, it's, shit's way different. It's so crazy now. I even look back like, man, my Twitter's four years old now. I must have said some stupid shit at some point. <laughs> oh, <I bet. laughs> and nowadays, you can't do shit. You you delete it, and then some dude someone's already screen yeah, yeah. somehow <laughs> some guy some yeah. guy in Virginia or something. Somehow, not even like, like a CIA guy, just a regular dude. Yeah, like, saving the shit. Yeah, if this guy ever gets somewhere, oh, this is I'm gonna bring him down, and this is gonna make me famous. And it's like. 
God damn you, Twix Eater 47. I will get you. <laughs> that was a good handle off the top of the head. I yeah, like Twix, Twix Eater. Twix Eater. Left Twix for life. And left. Right Twix, homie. <laughs> Those are good trying, trying to take us outside. <laughs> Those are good commercials. Red and blue Because for like the first two commercials, I was like, wait, do they do them at a different factory? <laughs> and then I was like, come on. Homie. How fucking stupid am I? But I was like, fuck, okay, you, that's a good commercials. Yeah, those are I, good commercials. Very rarely do you see very good commercials nowadays. And I'm sitting there like, or you know what? The, the Matthew McConaughey ones really got me, man. The ones where he just drives around saying like really vague. And oh, tri- and the, the Lincoln ones? <laughs> yeah. Dude, what the fuck is that? <laughs> it's just like, what? They're like, all right, I, Matthew, we want you to take a bunch of peyote. Give it like an hour. Come back. Sit in the car and say whatever's on your mind, man. <laughs> that, that was never like his personality. Like, okay, I get it. You, you're an attractive white guy. I feel like that. Honestly, I feel like that episode of Family Guy is what did it when Stewie's talking to him at the bar. <laughs> well, you know, man, they just keep making terrible movies. They just keep paying me to be in them. So, <laughs> I don't remember that at all. I don't, I, no, it's way too much TV. <laughs> but, oh, yeah. So, so anyway. do you remember that? I, I, that's crazy. I remember that scene like. Perfectly. Oh really? They're yeah. in the bar. Yeah, they're in the bar, and then Stewie says some shit to him like, uh, "I forget." Or, oh, he says something about sucking. Hella funny. Yeah, and he knows that he sucks, <laughs> but he's just like, "Dude, well, I don't care." I'm gonna keep saying <laughs> yeah, they're just gonna keep paying me to be in these terrible movies. But uh, yeah, no. So, I was, so basically, I was in Jersey that, and basically, I remember that was basically when Eminem was coming up. Back to where I got in it. Yeah, I totally yeah, forgot yeah, how yeah. we got sidetracked. But uh, yeah, so um, that's the interesting interesting thing about music is uh, the first actual hip hop album I ever owned was the Marshall Mathers LP. Oh, really? The one with fucking Stan and the, uh, the real Slim Shady ever. Kim. If you remember fucking that song is where he like talks about killing so Kim. So long. Yeah. I've been listening. Did you get me so wrong? I remember like somewhere in the past year I had this epiphany where I was like, dude, I've been listening to that song since I was 10 years old and I'm a halfway decent person most of the time. <laughs> I still don't <laughs> listen to it every time because it scares the shit out of yeah, me. Yeah, but see, you can like listen yeah. to that shit and you can play violent video games and watch violent movies and not like become a bad person it's just like a way to vent it or a way to see that perspective and like that's a funny thing about how hip-hop was so protested at first like i don't know well that's dude that's why i love the blues because i get sad a lot what the fuck you know <laughs> and th- that's my favorite time to listen to the blues you would think that like it would just like take you on a downward spiral but fuck no you sometimes you just need a, you know a certain style to just mm-hmm. take you you know so sometimes you are all Angry and revved up, and you need you know some fast metal people to like actually being, calm you down. People you like know? being sad. That's just a thing. Like he, people can deny it all they want, and it, 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 that's why like, the '90s fucking ruled because yeah. we would admit it. Yeah, like <laughs> we you admitted can, it back then. It's different when it's on a like if you're in a constant state of sadness, then that's just unbearable. You know, if you go through depression and shit, like yeah. that's unbearable. But like if you're sad once in a while, like if your life's pretty decent, it's kind of fun to be like, man, this sucks, man. I want to complain for a little bit. Like so, that's what Dude. music helps you do. Back to or I that kind of I'm gonna kind of derail your shit because derail back to South Park. I got all night. Um, But yeah, music is great for that. But that there's that one scene in South Park where Butters gets broken up with, and the goth (laughs) kids are like, "Oh, you got you got to join us. Doesn't that suck?" And he was like, "No, it's actually kind of cool. It's like a a happy sadness. Yeah, because I actually feel something, which makes which is like a very human thing. You know, it's nice to feel." Um, it would again. Depression is a whole nother beast. But yeah, every once in a while, just to be like, "Fuck, fuck!" I really wanted that, you know. I really wanted that. But oh well, because yeah, it does. It does make when you do win that much better. 
that, then that's what it is. It's like it goes back to like I was saying, life is a balance. You like what are the highs without lows to compare them to? If life was all highs, then it would just be a fucking plateau, you know? Dude, we were just talking about this on our earlier podcast. Really? This is our second podcast of the day, by the way. Oh y'all, <laughs> damn, y'all be putting in that work. Yeah, <laughs> shit. Uh, we were talking about the same shit. You know, it's fine. I'm actually pulling double duty, like I was saying earlier. I was having a unique day. I was, uh, I was telling them earlier. We had, we were in San Jose today as well, or Santa Clara, I should say. Um, my one of my roommates, uh, shout out to Snooty Booty, my homie Snooty. <laughs> long story on that nickname, Bad but uh, <laughs> yeah, long story. That's a really funny story one. But anyway, um, he knew some people who do independent movies from time to time. Nothing crazy, you know, but you know, they film independent movies and they need extras from time to time. So we got to go be extras in this movie. It's called a uh, Hard Profit. I don't know exactly what it's about. Really funny story. We were supposed to do it last it's like weekend. You're slowly fucking hinting to a porno go yeah. ahead though <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> good. very nice foreshadow um so yeah we're me and my other roommate zach were supposed to go to san jose last weekend and be we were, we were told to dress businessmen we were going to be in a nice uh, office building then the next weekend we were going to film in a shittier one and then get shot and killed which i thought was going to be fucking cool i was like oh i get to die on camera that's pretty badass uh on the way on the way to san jose we were getting off uh the what's it fucking called um I can't think of the uh, expressway exit right now, uh, but Capital? we fucking no. It's a uh, not Lorellis, uh Lawrence Lawrence Parkway. Oh, okay. we fucking it was raining, pouring rain that day, and we fucking hydroplane. And Zach's like shit, shit. He's trying to fucking get it, and he's trying to get it, and we end up like going down the hill and like sliding off the road. Luckily, there weren't any fucking cars. I think that I ran saw us. you when I was going up to the quake chamber yeah. earlier. No, no, this is no, this is the week before. This is the week uh, before. Okay. I was like, I'm pretty sure I saw you. Yeah, so we ended up not being able to make it and luckily, like, it, that, that accident could have been so bad. Luckily, it was raining the day before so the fucking soil was all fucking soft and the tires just kind of sunk in as opposed to flipping because that's like my, one of my worst fears. Minus the irrational one of giant sea creatures, which is just weird. <laughs> I know, right? They're called sharks, bro. And well, it's a megalodon, it's, right? <laughs> it's called the fucking kraken. Yeah. So basically, <laughs> oh Jesus Christ, we ended up not being able to film that day. I yeah. uh, thought I kind of lost my opportunity for that cool thing, and then uh, my other roommate was like, "Hey, well, they still want us if you can go today." I'm like, "Oh yeah, I got the podcast thing, but uh, as long as you're going to be back in time." So we ended up getting to go to a strip club. And uh, hang out with uh, Look at the smile topless ladies. Yeah. Hey, man. That's the first time for me. I don't do the strip club thing. That's not my scene. I don't see the point most of the time. But I'm not going to pay you to get naked. I'll try it was to one do of it those for free. Things. Yeah, it was you one of those like, things. You to on get it. naked. You tip them because they're getting naked. <laughs> anyway, I'm not giving you money <laughs> to see tease, your boobs. Man. I'd rather try to do it with my words. And if not, whatever. Have you ever been, though? To a strip club? Yes. Actually, I don't think I have. See, really? I hadn't either. And now, okay, I, like I was... I was saying earlier, well, like, I'm 28. like, I'm not like trying to say that I'm proud. But no, it's one of those things. It's an experience like, that most people go for. I don't for. think I have. I don't think I, I have. I hadn't either, and this wasn't even technically a strip club. Like, I thought I'm they were strippers, and I feel bad because I, I, they were just good actresses, though. Like, they portrayed the role very well. I thought they were, and then come to find out, actress strippers. Yeah, they were just. No, they, were, they were just. Uh, you know, I would just hired the girls. They, I don't think there were. I don't know how well, that works. Maybe there's a third party agency. I'd make it where say forty five bucks. You don't got to get naked. Strippers might not be good actresses. Yeah, that's true. They might be so hard to work you with. Just find an actress who's strippers are good actresses. Strip. Yeah, strippers got to pretend that like, they were ugly cool people, man. Fucking dudes are attractive to get them lap dances. Yeah, but anyway, so they got real into the whole thing, and like most of the time they were dancing in the background. And we were just sitting there watching, and it was cool shit, and like. I have never been so on the double side of the coin. Like, I can see both sides of it. I was just like, okay, now I understand why people go to strip clubs because, goddamn. But at the same time, I was like, this is also why I'm never going to go to a strip club because this is frustrating as fuck. <laughs> like, I would like to take you somewhere and do dirty things, but yeah. I don't have that kind of money. 
nor would it be genuine and fun if I needed that kind of money. So it's one of those, like, again, the double-edged sword. I see both sides of the coin. And I don't know. At that work, you guys, at that point, you guys were co-workers. You, you <laughs> could have just, like, sweet-talked them, see where it went. I got no game, man. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't make assumptions because I'm a rapper club, and I bro. got game, man. <laughs> where's, where's the craft food table at? <laughs> huh, I'll just start. Like, I have an idea to be a... Uh, if I ever wanted to make like stupid like you guys say like you know there's a lot of songs in other genres that mainly just revolve around sex and and relationships and that's like every two live crew music, baby right. yeah see and I and I don't really do that it's not really my personality so if I were going to do it it would be a parody type thing and because I already have like basically if Lil I think Dicky. of a, yeah if I think of a funny line I write it down or I think of a good line I write it down on my phone or whatever and I like plug it in when I'm ready to go make a song yeah and. I have these lines for days like that go with that kind of genre of, and I just like I can't find a way to use them. You have to make a two life crew. <laughs> so yeah, and I'm gonna, ego, I, I, exactly, and I'm gonna go by Tom Foolery. <laughs> <laughs> what do you rap about? That's a sick ass. Um, honestly, well, not rap, but well, no, yeah, no rap. Okay, no. rap. <laughs> um, it just kind of depends, man. Like I just, uh, it was one of those things where it was like I never planned on doing this. I was just a huge fan of rap music. Mm-hmm. I went to shows. I got to meet all the artists I really look up to. And then when I moved back to Salinas a couple years ago from Fresno, one of my uh, really good friends, Mac, happened to be started rapping and was just like, long ago, man, start writing, start writing. You really analyze this shit, like start writing. And I was just like, finally very reluctant because I'm an introvert, man. I'm a shy guy. I'm not, I may seem, you know, like uh, I can talk and yeah, I can be friendly, but I'm pretty lack confidence a lot of the times. So I was hesitant. Like in the middle of a podcast, you know that, right? I know. <laughs> What's wrong with being real? No, there's nothing no, wrong with being real, shit. man. Go ahead. No, yeah, no. That's, but see, that's the thing, though, is a lot of people don't like to admit that kind of shit, mm-hmm. especially people in the hip-hop industry. You have a certain, like, persona that you're supposed yeah. to look up to. Yeah, and, and you don't do the persona. You just straight that's, up all the time? That's what I a like lot of – and that's why I, I enjoy it, too, because, like, I don't even, like, talk a certain way. And uh, a lot of times I just test people. Like, uh, they're like, so what do you do? You know, like, oh, I do this, but I also do music. Oh, so you're, like, a DJ? No. Oh, so you're in a band? No. <laughs> and I, it's funny. I think it's funny, man, because people make assumptions, and it's all good. It's just like it's just life. But I, I, I think it's cool to like, because then they go, oh, really? And it almost piques their interest. They're like, okay, well, let's let's uh, see where it goes. <laughs> yeah. And so you know, basically, like I just uh, was kind of playing with house money. Essentially, I started getting us some shows, and then uh, What's started house making money like? like like you know when you're uh, at a casino and you start doing hella good. You, you're like say you're up 500 bucks you have 500 like bucks in Cujo, house money. Cujo's never my left bad. his neighborhood <laughs> no I thought uh, it was like a, Cujo like a, lives within half, half a mile radius yeah, no. of his house Whatever. and has never explored anything farther yeah so basically man like I didn't ever even picture like if you told me when I first moved here like hey man one day you're gonna perform the catalyst I'd be like haha fuck you you lying son of a bitch <laughs> <laughs> so, so basically like uh, I feel like at this point I didn't think I'd be here, so anything I get is just fucking gravy, you know? Oh, yeah. And so I really just enjoy and have fun with it. And if I don't end up being successful or financially stable off of it, at the end of the day, in 20 fucking years, I'm going to be able to tell my kids and people that I open for KRS-1, you know, or uh, Crew or Mayday or Ritz or Brother Lynch or, you know, like uh, Locksmith, Jeff Turner. You know, like, it's just you get to do all these really cool things and have these experiences. And even if it doesn't amount to financial success it's still just good times and it's life well spent so damn straight what i like i rap about what speaks to me man thank you i appreciate the high five yeah that was a high five for any you didn't hear that slap nah. brother lynch is not in jail no actually um brother lynch is recovering from a potential stroke oh i don't know if it's a, fun? yeah he um he because i don't know if you know he's actually signed on to tech nine's label uh strange music is it, last i heard he was getting let out of prison Jeez, that's probably a minute. I, yeah, that was uh, years. That had to be years is he one of the guys that has a website years, that's like, oh. is so-and-so in jail? And then like, when you go to the website, <laughs> it's just like a yes or no. 
Nobody should. <laughs> DMX is Two a permanent people. yes. Yeah. Like, yeah, he. Ha- I think DMX is one of the guys with that website. Really? Yeah, I'll look, I, I, I look it up. I love X. But dude. there's two people that I know so far to have that. I was real worried when he went through that. He's he had a real health. Dog, it's my man's in them. <laughs> my man's. <laughs> DMX is so fucking. He, I saw uh, he was. X it, was give it, it was right when he got out last, like when he first got out, got out, and he was like he was running around doing radio interviews, and it was like right around the holidays, right? He's on this thing, and he starts. Uh, I don't even know how it got brought up. There's this video of him, and he starts singing Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. But he does it DMX style. He starts banging on thing. Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer Arr! had a very shiny nose. What? What? There you go. Is DMX in jail? DMX is not in jail. Good to know. Anyways, he's out. He's recovering. Yeah, but no. Apparently, uh, Lynch had some health issues recently, and he's uh, recovering. I think is what is what uh, word on the internet is. I don't pretend to know that it's much. A fucking interweb. Yeah. So I can, yeah, you can only trust it so much. So as a rapper. Um, Cujo's over here breaking microphones. God damn it. There it Blame is. Cujo. Sorry. No, it's... There it goes again. The cable. <laughs> you got to be moving, man. You got to be mime status. Just a hand signal your question over. <laughs> what was I saying? Oh, as a rapper. So you obviously write your own lyrics. You, you oh, said yeah. that you write lyrics. But, yes, yes, uh, definitely. What, what about like the rest of the musical instruments? Do you just like buy a beat? Um, Do you have someone who writes it for you? Or, or, as, or what's as up of, there? As of right now, basically, like I said, I was playing with House Money. So I uh, started writing more for fun. And so I was like, I'll download some beats offline, play with them, see if I like them. And uh, sooner or later, I had enough. I've been doing it for about a little over two years, been rapping for. And sooner or later, I was like, I have enough to where I have a project I can see and I can execute. And so I'm just going to use this as a free mixtape, um, which also plays into something of one of the songs on there. You so, can't say mixtape anymore. Those are like... Oh, it's dead? Am I, yeah, am I, I'm am I not cool? I'm sorry. Like, like it's demos and CDs now. You am know? I not going to hit the hipster demographic now? <laughs> Shit. Damn it. Yeah, but go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no. Uh, so basically, well, the way I see it, what a mixtape is, is something that you're going to put up online for free that can use beats that you don't have exclusive rights to or even other people's beats. Oh, I see. So basically so what I did is... Out your... And unfortunately, they're tagged. So, but you know, it's cool. Those producers deserve some shine as well, especially because I'm not paying them. But you know, and then there's a uh, certain you know uh, things you agree to with terms and conditions, like you can only print out 50 physical copies or whatever. Oh, so wow. I figured for right now, I put out like a 10 to 11 track mixtape with a, a skit from my comedian friend MK, and then um, just have that as something to show people something to hey, go download this. And then now that I'm more serious about it, my next project I want to invest you know in beats uh, for maybe about five or six song EP, something like that. Five cool. to eight songs, maybe. Original tracks, original music. Yes, totally music, original everything. tracks. I actually even want to get... Uh, awesome. So my homie, Aaron, shout out Aaron McGill. Um, he's, a, he's a genius musically. He knows exactly what he's doing all the time. Like He makes me sound way better than I am. <laughs> uh, and he's a really good well, producer, as well. producer as well. He better. Sure. And, and having a, knowing him from high school, like we have a good friendship. So it's, there's a certain level of comfortability that's nice to have when you're doing creative things. So I can come to him with an idea and we can work on it and... Um, not feel like judged by each other if something doesn't totally work out or an idea is not there. So that always enhances uh, the creativity, if you ask me. And so it's nice to have that to work with. So he's basically who I'm going to go to mostly. But I, if I hear something else from somebody, then of course I'm going to, if, if it sing, if it speaks to me, I'm going to take it, you know? Yeah, that's right. So, all right. So you're opening for KRS one when? Oh, yeah. March 17th, St. Patrick's Day at the Catalyst Atrium oh, Show. That's, so that's this Thursday. Yeah, this right? Thursday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, KRS One, but I do want to go. <laughs> I, I definitely. Hey man, it's one of those well. things. Like I'll hook you all the tickets if you can come. Awesome. If not, yeah, I'm serious. I mean, come on. That's, that's and that's what I like to do. Is like you know, it's a. I don't try to front about like what. Uh, it's. I think it's a cool thing. It's and it's. 
Um, but it's a pay-to-play thing. You know, like I have to sell tickets or I have to have this much amount of money for my participation at show day. How, how much is it for, from you? We're not going to discuss figures. No, it's it's not. No, too I'm much. saying like like well, if people want to go to the show, on the, oh oh, like tickets people, for me? Yeah, I'm. Like someone wants to buy your ticket. I'm sorry, did I? Were oh, I, I thought you meant like oh no, and no, then I don't care how much oh, you I don't, make. Like let people. Oh, I don't make shit. Don't get it twisted. Like I said, I still ain't nobody. You know, um, like, trust but me. That's one of those things that pay you in pizza. You know? Yeah, that's one of those things I understand though. It's like unless my name brings in that kind of audience to where they're gonna be profitable on it. Who the fuck am I to demand money yeah, for performing exactly. there? Yeah. You know. Um, so, yeah, no, uh, but tickets are 20, do- 20 bucks at the door? That's at the door. Yes. And if they get them from you before Thursday? Like you're saying. 10. T- oh, but I'm running low, so. so. Oh, really? You're, yeah, so you're selling I'm, out? That's cool. Oh, well, you, like I said, I have a. I, uh, see, this is why I was excited to do this podcast with you guys, is because I don't have a fucking Selena's following or Selena's support, really. I have my core group of friends who I have some of the best friends in the whole world, and uh, they're always willing to go to shows to have fun and. You know, uh, pay me for tickets if need be. But I like to show those people love. I like to uh, have all the money up front and just fucking dish out free tickets to everybody because it's. You'd be surprised, man. It's not so easy to get people to come to shows. I've tried it the other way. I've tried selling tickets and chasing people down, and you you find out who your real friends are, man. You really do. People saying like, uh, "Oh yeah, I'll come to your show, man," and then like the day before, "Yeah, I'll be there," and you hit them the day of. Oh yeah, man, this that and this and that. Like, just tell me you're not going to go. Like, I'm not going to get mad, man. It's all love. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, and that's just the struggle. Those are things you learn uh, coming up and shit. Not like, I don't know. People think that rap's like an instant fame thing. It's not at all. Yeah, well, and I mean, around here, again, we hear that, you know, because we have different variety of genre guests on. And we hear that from, again, the dudes that do rock, you know. It's the same exactly. story. And it's like, damn, and it's so popular around here. So, uh, yeah, I can imagine what it's like Sorry. being a hip-hop artist trying to do that. Oh, yeah, the market is extremely oversaturated. And uh, I don't know, especially I feel like the market in Salinas is not totally geared towards my specific type of rap music. Yeah, no, yeah, that, I there, It's here. I there, the pulse for it is here. Like, I know people in the community that are always trying to get shit popping, and it's just one of those things where it's like, we can try, we can do it, we can get some people, we can start doing this here and here on this, like, scheduled time. But at some point, some shit's probably going to crack off, and it's going to get sketched, and it's going to get shut down. That's what Salinas needs to work on. Dude, yeah, that would be amazing to me is uh, hip-hop shows in Salinas. That'd be, that'd be interesting. I mean, they do reggae all the time. Yeah, and see, but then again, it just brings a certain audience that uh, yeah. scares off a lot of venues. And I've heard that from people that have venues, mm-hmm. and that it's like, well, why don't you do hip-hop? It's like, well, again, not, not that they're... They're completely respectful about it, but it's like, dude, it just it, that just invites a certain element, you know. Yeah, and even then, the Fox does them sometimes. Like I've seen Nicotina there. Uh, I saw Bone Thugs went there once, but even the Bone Thugs like years ago it was like oh eight or oh nine something like that. It got shot up. Oh, <laughs> really? damn! Well, do they really have openers? I like, don't. In your case, you'd, you'd open for them, you know. Oh, I would like, jump on that. And yeah, it, but that's, that's um, <laughs> that is uh, it, it's very dependent on the act, the who the promotion company is throwing on the show. Yeah. Does the act have openers with them on tour? Like someone who, like, uh, like I said, Tech, um, Tech Nine is basically who I would consider like my highest standard of who I would like to be compared to. In a sense, not like I want to be that style of music, but like as far as quality and like status, like that would be my. Uh, I don't like the word idol, but you know who I really look up to. And that's your inspiration. Yeah, I got you. He has an independent label called Strange Music, uh, number one independent music Jamie label. Not, not, in, not rap label, independent music label mm-hmm. in the whole world, which is kind of, I think, a cool thing. Uh, they have a lot of acts signed onto that label, and I've opened for a good amount of them. 
but tech is probably one that's never going to happen just because when he goes on tour, there's like five different acts. Yeah. And it's just like he doesn't need openers. He's fucking tech nine. He sells out everywhere he goes, you know? So there's acts like that that you're probably never really going to get to open for. Someone like, uh, like an Eminem, obviously, or even someone maybe higher up like a Kendrick or uh, Yellow Wolf or someone like that, you know? Yeah. No, well, that, uh, yeah, that, that's interesting because, again, I, another big thing I enjoy is comedy. And so you hear all those stories again from the stand-up, you know, like when Joe Rogan goes on tour, he takes his openers, you know, or, you know, when yeah, these exactly. big and names. he's got his crew, too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, so yeah, so if you're an up-and-coming comedian, maybe, again, you, you, you realize, okay, I'll never be able to open for, you know, Joe Rogan. But when his openers go on tour, you know, I can maybe I could them. get on that tour, yeah. And, and it's not even like it's going to, at some point, benefit you in the direct connection to Joe Rogan. It's just one of those things, it's almost like building a resume. Like, I could tell you, like, I open for Brother Lynch. You know who Brother Lynch is? That's kind of impressive to you. I'm like, yeah. oh, that's pretty fucking cool, at least, you know? Yeah. Like, so it's just, it's one of those things where it's definitely something that piques people's interest about what you're doing. Because you say you can, I've accomplished these things, you know? Like, oh, well, you're doing something with it, and I recognize this, like, let me know more. So I think that that's kind of what it's for. So it may not be directly beneficial, but it is, you know? No, yeah, yeah, definitely. Again, when I heard you were opening up for KRS-One, I was like, oh, dude, I recognize that name. Yep, exactly. You know, like, oh, I know that. Yeah. I know that Sounds person. like a sniper rifle. Hey, Who does. is that? A lyrical sniper <laughs> rifle, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, again, for the people who might not know who KRS-One, can, can you explain that? Please. And I'm not going to front like I like know his entire discography. Um, yeah. But he's he's like... How do I put it? Uh, we're trying to come up in the game, and he created the game. He's one of the found, like the foundation layers of hip hop. If you like, he's one of the first people that really started bringing what people consider bars. You know, uh, I asked a friend of mine, like, because he's an older hip hop head and like diehard hip hop head, and I said, like, Hey man, um, what's your opinion on KRS One? He said, Dude invented bars. And right there, I was like, glad thing, I, good thing I took the show. You know, like, yeah. I know his legendary status enough to be like, this was one that I felt like uh, the opportunity arose, and I was more than willing to take it. You know, he's one of those dudes. Hell yeah! And again, the catalyst. I again, I only because again, Cujo uh, has played there several times in the last year, and so again, once you hang out or know about a certain place, all of a sudden you see it everywhere. You know, of course. But really, the catalyst at the moment it's going through some like golden phase the oh, yeah. music mm-hmm. they can get fuck oh they get bands and artists they there anybody. they just had snoop dogg they uh yeah. the production all company the, the production company here, california you know? live that i get a lot of my shows if not actually all of my shows from <laughs> they just booked bob for there well what's it called california what california live can we check them out like on facebook uh yeah you know they have a facebook page all that stuff they they book okay. a lot of um Bay Area artists because you know we're, they're from they're from this general area, right, San Jose, right, right. Sacramento area. Uh, but That's yeah, cool. then they also book acts like uh, people who like on Tech Nines, like Mayday, Sess Crew, Ritz, Brother Lynch. They're all over. Uh, the, like the I board. said, they just they That's just awesome. they just booked Snoop Dogg up in Sac a while ago. They they have Bob coming up in Santa Cruz in a couple months or some shit like that. So they're they're getting out there and they're expanding out of state as well. So it's it's awesome to see a company that I've gotten to participate with things in grow so much and yeah. still <laughs> being able to participate with them and you know. Uh, because also the people that run it are, are friends of mine, um, a couple of them. So uh, just on a personal level, it's great to see them succeed and, and do what they love and uh, be successful at it. No, dude, that that no, that's badass. Again, the catalyst is going through some through some good good stuff right now. Um, but well, do you ever do shows locally here, or how is that as local as you get? Kind of Santa Cruz. Well, that's uh, yeah, I've I've yet to really do anything in Salinas. Actually, me and Mac one time performed at Salinas High at a uh, <laughs> what do you call it? Uh, uh, what do you call those? Like not prom or winter ball, but the ones before. 
like the pre-mixer. Like yeah, like seasonal dances or some shit. Yeah. One of those. We we performed and it was what? it was terrible, man. Like oh, yeah. they're fucking high school kids. Like they threw water bottles at us. Shut yeah. up! I fucking kid you not, homie. At some oh, point, mid set, high school kids, bro. It's high school yeah. kids. Yeah. They're, the, they're the worst. I didn't even take it as fucking an insult. Worst. I just kind of laughed. I was like, "Y'all tight. I'm gonna throw the shit back at you if I catch one, though." <laughs> Best believe you're getting drilled in the fucking gnome. Oh, uh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, no. So no, that was uh, that was one of the nah, ones where I was just like, fucking ruthless. Yeah, they ain't give, fuck, they, fuck, no fucks given, yeah, man. They stay abstinent. Them. No fucks given. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so no, that was the only Salinas one. Uh, Catalyst a handful of times. I've done Atrium. I've done main stage as well. Um, let's see, San Jose uh, Agenda Lounge, Johnny V's Bar, which is downtown area. How's the, the how's that hip hop scene in San Jose? Because I know you could go up to like Oakland and all that, and it gets. It's it's honestly one of those things where like the hip hop scene just varies to depending on what kind of shows. Because like I'm someone and California Labs the same way. Like they won't offer me shows really that don't make sense. You know what I'm saying? Like they wouldn't hey, make sense. Yeah. Go ahead. Like like they, they they another name big name that they've had is Two Chains. They wouldn't like. I first of all I don't think I'm at the status to be at like one of those shows yet but even then if I was I, they wouldn't offer me to do that because that doesn't fit my criteria it would be ironic yeah like for example I have a song called Swag because you know that's one of the swag so I always thought it was kind of stupid and so I wanted to make a song I came up with a clever acronym which if you don't know what an acronym is it means like to make a phrase out of a word with the letters so it stands that it's a uh, stands for with, right? stop with annoying gimmicks <laughs> right? Yeah, not bad, right? The irony. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, I like it. <laughs> and so, like, yeah, I would do that song and half the crowd would be feeling it, but it would be ironic because they wouldn't even, like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, just um, like the song you're talking about earlier. It's like a yeah, party so, song, but it, so they the, play it at the parties. Yeah, yeah, like exactly. An anti party song. The, yeah. envir- the environment <laughs> like is it. totally dependent upon the show. I mean, that's what I find ironic is, like, even to uh, brush up on a prior point, you're talking about the natural association with hip hop and violence. And there's times where, like, like I was telling you earlier, the Mission Underground Team Backpack event that I go to most of the time annually. To, uh, it's a whole weekend long event. You, yeah, you said the first part, and I was like, it sounds familiar. There, so there, uh, we had um, I forgot her name, La Sofa Queen. Yeah, she went to perform at that. That was like her first. Yeah, down in LA, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah shit was tight. Yeah, so, damn straight. Okay. See, there you go. Boom. There you go. Yeah, you guys already know what exactly I'm talking about. about. <laughs> most people, if I were to go up to him right after that and be like, "Hey, guess what? I was just at a three day hip hop festival." with nothing but rappers and there was not a single fight people will call me a liar <laughs> no but that's not like it depends on the environment man you get you can get 300 fucking rappers even with their high ass egos in there and it's just all love yeah. man and even if it's not always genuine it's not no one's gonna start problems man people like they get bad associations with Dude, things and it's not always deserved to me this last year where it was like come on how do y'all not see that this is like I don't want to say racism because it's not just, you know, it's not just blacks that do hip hop. But when the NWA movie came out and, shit, and fucking they had like SWAT teams and all this shit at the premieres and all that. And it was like, why? <laughs> why? What the fuck do you think is going to happen? about the movies or? Like? Yeah. No, yeah. The, the, NWA movie, the NWA movie that came out. Yeah, dude, they fucking um, they police departments had like extra fucking security and like. All this at the premiere because they because the, it's a hip hop movie. Of course, it's gonna fucking go crazy. And then all the cops were like, "Dude, we fucking wasted hell of money." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, because they what they didn't comprehend was that like all the people that are heavily involved or that like had something to do with that are too old to be popping it off in a movie theater. You know what I'm saying? Like all the kids were just interested in like you know it was a hip hop movie. Uh, it was super cool. Like and it was I hadn't I didn't see it, so I don't know exactly how it was. But from what I grasped, it was 
acting. pretty good as far as acting, but that whole and that. Remember, it's I was talking about story. straight out of Compton. God damn it! It better hit me. You're straight out of Compton. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, remember That's how what it's called? Yeah. I don't know. The earlier, I was <laughs> saying like uh, something about a theory, a conspiracy theory that I actually would give some some potential like uh, support to, and it has to do with them primarily. Uh, basically, it's called the meeting, and you can look it up online. Big old blog about it. Basically, what it I'm says. Calling it, it's the Warriors. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, basically, they had this meeting around the time and before NWA came out, and it was basically all the record execs and hip hop was just starting to get in its peak, and they were like, "How can we make this make us money?" And what a lot of people don't know is that majority of the people who own the major record labels that put out a lot of the shit that we hear on the radio and shit also have a big hand in owning or supporting private prison systems. So basically the theory goes that they had this meeting and they were going to start promoting gangster lifestyle, gangster music, blasting it in everyone's face to get people to buy into the lifestyle, live that life, then they go to jail and they get fucking paid again. It's a dope conspiracy. I like it. And it's actually, <laughs> if you think about it, bro, how far off is it? Because look at it. Yeah. Look at look at what even right now, where are we, bro? They're shoving this watered down fucking generic bullshit just like oh man it really it kills me and like all the really talented artists minus someone like Kendrick and once in a while someone else like they get shelved they get fucking put to the side no recognition you know it's, and you can get this on you can find this on YouTube or where the hell can I, I want to see this I'm documentary sure, I'm, I'm, I'm really curious I'm sure that someone my interest I'm sure someone's video explained it at some point yeah. but uh, I, I blog I read a blog sure about it hip hop media yeah just put sure. uh, hip hop the meeting and yeah. I'm sure you'll find it man it's, it's kind of a trip dude like even if you, you don't, switch the mic, you want to switch the cable? <laughs> yeah. Well, we don't have any more cables. Let me pause it, and we'll switch cables up. No, it's fine. Just keep... go ahead. You go pause. And welcome back. We switched out my cable. We should be fine. Um, Hopefully. Yeah. Right. Everybody took a piss, and Damn we're all straight. clear bladders. Ready That's to the go. real conspiracy, right there. <laughs> that is what's really <laughs> going on. breaking our fucking yeah. cables. Yeah. Dude, I blame it on Electro. He, if, 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 if he hadn't been a musician. <laughs> you, you know how like he's not doing that. What, what's the name of the podcast? Uh, Grab a beer and jack anymore. Well, he wants to break jackets. Yeah, <laughs> shout out to him, James and he, Jonesy. Talk and about Electro. a blunt title. He said, "This is exactly what's cracking right now." <laughs> yeah. Tune in or don't. Yeah, no, they, <laughs> they get ex- well. Again, that's another podcast that's recorded here with the same equipment. That's dope. Um, but yeah, Devil's Three Way. Much more. Yeah, Devil's Three Way as well. Check um, them out. Um, they should all be on. Uh, not Lipson. I'm sorry. Um, I haven't. I didn't find. Devil's Three Way on Stitcher, but it's definitely on Libsyn. You can definitely find go it on change their Facebook settings. and listen to it through the website. So there it is. Yeah, if you go maybe on Facebook, not Stitcher, but it. Facebook for sure. Yeah, go on Facebook. Uh, uh, check them out. They're they're pretty. Grab a beer jacket is on Twitter. Interesting and, and iTunes as well. Way much different style. That that's a lot a lot crazier. Yeah, a lot crazier. You want to learn about porn stars and shit? <laughs> listen to Grab a Beer. That's like a, well, I wouldn't say every guy conversation, but that's just like conversation where they're purposely going to the limit, you know? Like, yeah, well, no, that's that's They're getting of out of your comfort zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, and and that's, that's, that's the, all fun. Devil's three-way is a two-way debate. Um, you don't get to choose your side. They flip a coin, and that's then tight. they have to, like, argue from that side. I don't know. I, I, I like know somebody it. that would be I like the fucking concept, full but I could not argue at all. So You'd be surprised, man. The way you, they don't mind. You, you could record your own and just send them the audio. Yeah. Them. I don't want to do that. I don't want it to be off dome, man. That's that's no fun if it's not genuine. <laughs> no, no, that's what I'm saying. No, no, like, no. you you and your buddy could do it and then yeah. you'll send oh, them the audio. Oh, okay, and that's cool. They want people to, to participate to send in their own arguments. Oh yeah, homie. I got, I got arguments for days. 
Yeah, I'll yeah, take him out just for the too. sake of arguing. Yeah, yeah hell yeah. <laughs> this guy just wants to fight. Start <laughs> <laughs> with these fucking verbal hands, homie. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so uh, we were talking about um, the yeah. uh, record label slash um, prison, prison system. Yeah, conspiracy, right? But I don't remember where we're at. So. Ba- basically, I was just Elaborate. I was just touching up on how uh, a lot of the uh, hip hop labels um, also, or, or just record labels in general, have a hand. And that's just those. That's just one of those things where it's like. Those kind of mogul, you know, entrepreneur type people have their hands in all kinds of shit, you know. Yeah. Um, well, so they got the money to spend. So yeah, exactly. And so I private mean, prison theory, systems might know? happen to be one of them, but yeah. like those people are in those positions financially for a reason. It's because they're cutthroat business people. So who's to fucking? Is it really that far fetched of a stretch to say that they would go that far to make some more money? No, to it doesn't to me. A whole community. That's fucking vile. Is that know? anything new as as humans? Have we not been doing that since we've been? Fucking I mean, yeah, existing? but I'm just like. That's so fucked up. <laughs> See, we we think we're super progressive, but uh, nah. I mean, it, we we have our fuck. Hipsters are here for a reason. You know? Yeah, there's a balance. Like I said, there's a balance, man. Yeah, we have first world countries. We have third world countries. What Second's balance, right there in the middle. Like the fours. I saw your phone. Oh yeah. Oh, do you see my shirt though? My you Luke Skywalker shirt, homie. I was. I haven't even looked at. This motherfucker. I got, right. I got old lonely. No, uh, yo, because that's actually something I wanted to bring up to check this shit out, right? So, okay, um, my roommate got Star Wars Battlefront. Like when it first came out, they came out. We had Battlefront. I just got it. I'm down to play. Just Do you have PS4? <laughs> no. Fuck Xbox One. Son of a bitch. <laughs> and the line is drawn in the sand again. Anyways. <laughs> so um, yeah, and I, you know, I had lo- not lost interest in Star Wars, but I had forgotten how much I enjoyed the series until that game came out, and the movie correlated shortly after. So. Uh, basically, we were in a Star Wars craze. Joking around, my roommate brought some lightsabers back home, and they're like dinky little, you know, plastic. Da, da, da. Right, right. And uh, we were having fun with them, though. We were like, uh, oh, man. Yeah, oh, man, they're breaking down. How serious did this guy? <laughs> That's where I'm getting to. And so I, I was like, man, this is a lot of fun. How dope would it be to find some, like, super high-quality lightsabers and just fucking go apeshit on each other? So I searched Google uh, Battle Ready. That was the key term I found. Battle Ready Lightsabers. Found this website called (laughs) Ultrasabers.com. Made out of steel and they still glow? No, homie, yeah. No, they're made out of, like, metal. These are not fucking toys. Like, I would not advise you let your little brother play with this shit, man. They're like... <laughs> no, they're like legit fucking lightsabers, man. Like right. they're tight. Like they, they have these super dope plastic handles. Like you can smack these motherfucking things and they're not breaking, man. Like it's literally for like sport. And that's what we've been doing, man. So I've been getting in shape and shit. Just fucking, I'm dead serious, <laughs> man. Lightsaber fu- duels lightsaber fights, man. Cool. It's that's a thing it's, that's it's, happening it's here. It's starting to happen. No, we, I was going to say, we, my, my other roommate started a Facebook page called Selena Saber Dojo and we're trying to get a group of people. To fucking be down to do it, man. And I mean, <laughs> this is what I wanted to hear. This is what I wanted. Oh yeah, no, it's not just Put music, out, man. man. I'm multifaceted. I enjoy life. Wait, otherwise, so this is on Facebook, a group. We're, we just started it, probably like I don't care. What and is it? Ago. One more time. Selena Saber Dojo. All right, I got this. Hold on. Over yeah. The thing that the thing that sucks about it is it's kind of ironic because a we seem like fucking nerds. Even if we don't, we're well, fucking, yeah. we're grown adults playing with toys in most people's <laughs> eyes. But uh, see, I see it almost as a chance to bring back sword fighting as a sport. Just with a futuristic twist of where people might be interested in it. Hell yeah, you don't have to lose a goddamn arm or something. Well, and that was the thing, too. And, and like, we were so stoked when we were ordering them that, like, these are going to be tight. So we started, like... Was that you? That would I'm be sorry. us. Right, yes, sir. So, uh, so yeah, we uh, started looking up YouTube videos and about, like, lightsaber fights. And people submit all these YouTube videos, but they're all fucking choreographed. And it's not that they're not badass. They are. But I would like to see some genuine motherfuckers go at each other with sabers. And that's what we want to do. We want to, like, run some tournaments from time to time. Ultimately, <laughs> you'd end up fencing. I can see why. To the, an extent. Even co- uh, the co- I'm guard. 
choreographing is like still a workout, you know? Oh no doubt. It's not. It's not that it's not a workout. It's like but let, let, let's re redo the um fucking not. That's a bad fight. Um, the grievous fucking Ben Kenobi. Ben Kenobi. Yeah. See, and that Obi Wan fight, and then it, it, you would still get a workout. It's, you know, it's very impressive. It's like a either dance. way, choreographed without music. It's, oh, it's not that it's not impressive, and it's not it's, it's badass as fuck. But I just feel like if you can get some dope shit to look like that, that's actually fucking authentic and actually just happened in the middle of battle. That would fucking anything can go so viral cool, yeah. anything yeah. can go viral these days you're gonna tell me that motherfuckers battling with lightsabers in genuine fights aren't could, doesn't have a chance to go viral I think it does um, but yeah no uh, you know it's just stupid shit like that or, uh, that's but, so embarrassing but I'm so down no why is that embarrassing <laughs> homie hell nah <laughs> Let your geekness fly, you homie. know but like yeah yeah fuck that I'm really homie because Star Wars just broke the record for biggest box office fucking movie did it not yeah okay well then I no. guess the whole fucking country is a bunch of motherfucking nerds then wait did it I don't remember. I think it, it, like I think beat it Titanic did. or whatever. It beat. Uh, I think it was Avatar Titanic. actually. Didn't it beat Avatar? Oh yeah, because that beat. Ti- I don't yeah, know. That beat I don't Titanic. Know. It, it is Titanic the is old. One. <laughs> yeah, that's '90s, and it was still like the highest. And Leo one. just got his goddamn yeah. Oscar. There's two VHSs. <laughs> Dude, we just watched uh, What's Eating Gilbert Grape Dude, last that's, night. No, that's the only... That's, that's what I knew him movie, from. Right? That's what I knew him from at first. I, I've watched that movie since I was like six, homie. Dude. That and fucking Growing Pains. He's, Leo's the only person to go full retard and actually pull up. <laughs> he did fucking good, man. Straight up. Yeah, dude, he even had Vavas coming out right at the yeah. beginning. I was like, whoa. His squeals, yeah, those squeals are like... Genuine. He's good, man. Well, yeah. I won't go genuine because he's obviously not. But I, I yeah, they, yeah, yeah, not that genuine. They're authentic. How about that? They're very, they're very fucking <laughs> convincing. For sure. he was like what? Thank he you. had to be like a teenager at that point still. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. Is mm-hmm. The dude was a teenager. Like, and, was like, damn, bro, you're born to act. He got a, he got a, got fucked over by Titanic in a sense because that's all he was known for for a minute. Same thing happened yeah. with Mark Hamill and uh, right after the Star Wars shit happened because everyone was. Basically that's all like, he did. That's well. See, the thing was he people, did Star Wars. He did Star Wars. <laughs> then he did Star Wars, and then he did much voice acting. Yep. What's the last thing he did? Fucking Star Wars. But see, because people right after Star Wars originally <laughs> happened, people didn't want to cast Luke Skywalker. They're like, we don't want Luke Skywalker. Right. Not Mark Hamill. They didn't want to cast Luke Skywalker, which is Dude. bullshit because Mark Hamill's a good actor. Right. And I actually find it super ironic that he went from playing arguably the biggest image of like hero, you know, to literally the fucking most iconic villain. In fucking the Joker. The Joker? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In case you didn't know, Mark Hamill is the voice of the Joker in all the animated Batman the series ba- and yeah, the Arkham um, games, and he does a fucking great Dude, job. Dude, yeah, that's that's the Joker voice I will always remember. I'm sorry. Hey, it's- bats. What do you say we play a game? I love him. He's so dope. Vroom, vroom. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why you got to add the vroom, vrooms for, bro? That's pretty cool. That's, pretty, that's cool sound effect. That was, that nice was just your voice? What the fuck? Vroom, vroom. He, he's the next and dude. My phone's connected. That's where you hacked it, bro. <laughs> yeah, he's the next dude from Police Academy. That's I awesome. I don't remember what all voice name is, but... That guy was badass, too. Yeah, dude, that dude can do some crazy shit. No, that like, guy... Dude, in, don't feel bad for any of them. Like... Fuck, not Han Solo. I forgot his name. Uh, uh, Harrison Ford. Thank you. Harrison Ford kept acting. He did the voice. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Mark Harrison Hamill Ford kept bad. fucking voice acting the whole time. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't see Fisher, it. Like, fucking, she's a writer, you know? Oh, she yeah. fucking fixed all kinds of movies. I don't she see it. I don't see like it as I don't, I don't feel bad for him. I just, uh, she still looks like herself. Yeah, she actually, I still yeah. hit it. I still, yeah. I still, hit, I still fucking <laughs> That's another one again, just like Damn, Oprah, probably no, more for the experience. No, that's more for the sweet, for the sweet strange, man. That's, that's where I would be. Pussy's beat up. You don't know that. <laughs> you don't know what Han's packing down You're there. Horrible. <laughs> Unless they ran the DP with Chewie, then maybe it's tore up. George Lucas got involved too. Totally. <laughs> Dude, what, what did? You... Fucking. Oh, hey, yo, have y'all heard the Jar Jar theory? Yes, homie. 
That is some real shit, I, I mean. I, th- th- this is like a fucking derating so bad. <laughs> I don't even care. <laughs> I'm like, oh, uh, uh, dude. Like, I knew. I came in here knowing, that, uh, knowing what I know about myself that we were going to get derailed pretty often. No, we can't start watching the debate. That's not. I mean, I can, keep, I can talk about Star Wars all day, but, but we, yeah. we, we got we to gotta get all back. Right, I'm on sorry. Topic, I'm sorry. On topic. All right. We'll talk about it after, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> During saber battles. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> but um, I like that idea. Which one? The, the saber battle theory? idea? Oh, okay, hell yeah. Just, just check it Again, out real quick. You're like moving all day. It's fucking... La- last thing about that one is, okay, uh, instead, because you said it's kind of like fencing. Yeah. That's how I would have originally done it. Like, if we were to structure a tournament of one-on-one fights, I thought, okay, we'll do a point system, right? Nah, fuck that. That's way boring now that I thought about it. We run a sumo-style system where you have to force your opponent out of the ring by saber fighting, and that's how you win. But what if you hit him with the saber? Keep going, bro. That's what I thought was going to be tight. Is like, that like to the point where you're hurting him? Fucking right, dude. Oh well, I was going to say I'm down. But if you're like smacking him so bad that it hurts him and he walks back, well, we're going to be having um, we're going to be having like protective gear. We learned real fast, so we need padded gloves. We need really? fucking eyewear. That bad? It's not nothing bad happened, but we saw the potential for serious injury real fast. <laughs> I like it. And I was like, no, 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 no. Before this shit cracks off, someone loses a fucking eye. But like, no, eyewear, I wear padded gloves. The way I was going is like in, in fencing. Oh, I'm sorry, not fencing. Like in paintball, you get shot, like either that limb is gone or you're out, you know? Yeah, see, nah, so I don't. I, I you feel guys like don't do that. You're just going to like smack the shit it's, out it's of not each even other. A, it's so not even an established out. structure yet. It's just if I were to do it, that's how I would think it would be best suited for. It's easier for the fans to keep track. It's easier mm-hmm. for any potential judges to keep track or refs. Well, when it easier for the, the fans, players to keep it's track. It's a saber. If you get hit, you're dead or something's gone. But then, no, see, the sabers just add this the injury. I know, like, straight up, we're, we're fucking Star Wars nerds, bro. Yeah. I'm sorry. Hell yeah, man. Second five. Straight up derailed here. I'm sorry, Well, no, I'm just saying, though, like, that's what brings back the interest is that we're going to be filming it in a dark room with like a light circle around and it's just gonna be the sabers yeah right it sounds tight right like so I don't know, man. I think yeah. it'll work. I think it'll work because I just I thought about it one day. I'm like, what if I get I blasted and bleed? Like you it would guys be tight do to it. Keep going. I need to work out somehow. I'm down. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. But all right, yeah. Let's get let's get back to the music because we were cool. kicking on that for a minute, right? Well, actually, well, speaking of the music, we could keep, let's keep talking about that. But uh, no, real quick, finish find it on SoundCloud. Find what? Your phone's connected, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what? you have some of your stuff on SoundCloud, oh, yeah. don't you? Oh yeah, I even got uh, my iPod with me if you wanted. Oh yeah. Oh what? Yeah, just connect there. Here, hold on. Um, Let me yeah, so we can oh, actually, right so people can actually go ahead and connect oh, yeah, that to the uh, auxiliary. I figured I was gonna have to wrap at some point, but <laughs> do you uh, want it? Yeah, we could do that too. It's all you, bro. We, we could just do the recorder shit. I, I've had <laughs> a long day. We did it with we'll get you live. Yeah, if you want to see that? me live, go to the KRS One show. What's the show after that? Because this is kind of last minute. So, like, how, how can people follow what shows are coming up? Or um, I'm actually doing one in early April uh, for the Santa Cruz Hip Hop Fest. Um, what I'll is be. That? Uh, it is April second and third, I believe, and it is. Dude, I have a show April second in Salinas. Really, Metalachi is April second that same night. I think I actually Ooh. perform on the third, so I could probably make that. We could, we could trade. We Boom. could trade. Oh yeah, check us out. My Let's go to Metalachi and have a great. Oh, dude, go grab fun. Nah, it's cool. Fuck it. I was just right. like, dude, dude. And then um. We'll go check you out Sunday. Yeah, dude. There it is. Th- oh, but then we can I, do the podcast. I have to double check huh? on my day, but I'm pretty sure it's I'm yeah, on the Sunday. Yeah, like, let me know it's up. We'll, we'll figure it out. But yeah, um, but but how can people follow you? Like my Facebook page, probably. Um, Your personal Facebook, or do you have a? Uh-oh. I have a personal one, Anthony Longo. You can add me. Feel free. I'm a friendly guy. Uh, <laughs> right. But then at some point I'll probably bug you and send you a fucking request to like my music page. Got to get the numbers up. <laughs> Fuck you, Zuckerberg. Right, yeah. Nah. Um, but yeah, uh, Longo. Just search Longo on Facebook. You should find it. It's a music page. If not, Instagram Longo underscore music. 
And it's L-O-N-G-O? L-O-N-G-O, yeah. Cool. Just like bongo, dongo, what? schlongo. I get all, I've gotten them all. One, one time someone asked Do me if I... Do you rhyme like that in your music? <laughs> <laughs> actually, just because you said that, I'll actually I'll play swag just for fun uh, when right. I play a song. But right. <laughs> yeah, no, one time someone asked me if my arch nemesis was shortstop. Long go, short stop. Boo. I was like, you clever <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> Boo. Good times. Anyways, I, yeah. I have fun. That's All right, anyways. So I don't like baseball. <laughs> I, I, hate, I hate baseball jokes even more. <laughs> Fuck all sports jokes. <laughs> Fuck all sports. Yeah. Nah, nah, nah. Tailgates are fun. <laughs> anyways. Tailgating is a shit, homie. You get fucked up. Shit, shit, so shit. anyway, we're gonna hear swag. Or yeah, I'm gonna play a song called Swag oh, that I did. Swag. I was gonna segue to your game today. Today, freaking Baldo's being all trooper over here. <laughs> he, that was fun. He, he does the Californian. He wakes up early. First of all, you know how the like the hour jump forward uh, an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, oh, that's true. He's at, he's at my place, and it's like two in the morning. It's suddenly. Four in the morning because of the hour. Because of the hour, right? And this guy's still like but that's hanging like not out. no hero shit because I could go home whenever. But the wait, fuck what, I want. what do you do? With, what do you do for the California? No, no. Well, let me get there. And, and well, we go to the California. We do a podcast. Uh, video podcast. I don't want to call it a vlog. Podcast. Podcast. It's a podcast. Podcast. It's a podcast. Um, so he wakes up early really. and he gets his like. I don't know if you can tell, but he got a little trim. He, he got, got a little got, slick. You know, he you got know. that. That. Well, that, that you've nice, never nice. seen him before, but yeah. So he does that. And then we go and do our podcast. And I bet then, you I've met you motherfuckers at some point. We just don't remember. Probably. But possibly. I, be, I bet you it's happened, man. Probably. Dude, we, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's one Slate of those is it small enough? It is. Yeah, exactly. It's small and big, but yeah, anyway, so yeah. But yeah, so I tell the ladies. He ends up at the game. <laughs> it comes back and It's small, but it's big now, at the same so. time. Shut the fuck up. No, 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 no. <laughs> you got a grower, not a shower? <laughs> Damn. We're small, but we're big. We're small, but we're big. We're small, but we're big. <laughs> they just don't get it. They just don't get it. It's just you <laughs> right over the head, man. <laughs> oh, shit. That's good times. Yeah. Anyway, continue with the, the agenda for the day. I'm, I'm getting No, that, that was it, man. Oh, like, this guy's well, just a trooper. <laughs> I will, yeah, well, I'm, I'm just yeah. going to call you a trooper. That's I'm going to play that song for you. Fucking Iron Maiden, bro. I'm not wearing uh, this shirt, but you know what I mean. Yeah, Anyways, yeah. do you want to go ahead and play swag? Yeah, man, let's do it. This please. Is, uh, this is a track called Swag I did. Just uh, I don't like that bullshit, so I made the song. I turn it up all oh, the yeah, way, please. All the way, yeah. Sounds, right? I, always, I always turn yeah. my shit up all the way. All right, here we go. Yeah, why is it silent all of a All about that game coming straight from the mouth. Swag. In this rap game, it's all about who bout though. Nah, fuck that. I'ma stick to underground flow. Funkers leaving life lessons, lyrical lacerations. Seldom skipping seconds for the syllable saturation. Goddamn, come on, son. Let's be real. It's blatant. The track shit in every facet. They copy paste in. It's like a gel and turn up. Up they magic little syrup. You about to be some lush that nobody's ever heard of. A fan's attention spans about equal to amnesia. These gimmicks make them see you, but that don't mean they believe you. They gotta turn. Like fluidity, I always wonder why we choose to reward stupidity. I need 
need more cowbells. It's what they about to yell now, but I'ma keep it real and still out. Sell the cell outside with a no you gimmicks. All these awful rappers hot. What the fuck is this? Did someone tweet a memo? Well, I guess I must have missed it. Oh, well, I'm a garbage, cause that's none of my business. Stop with annoying gimmicks. All these awful rappers hot. What the fuck is this? Did someone tweet a memo? Well, I guess I must have missed it. Oh, well, I'm a garbage, cause that's none of my business. Am I going crazy? Maybe I contracted rabies. These fads have been recycled shit. We stuck back in the 80s. Nothing new. Deja vu. Dumb trends and dubstep. Heck no. Techno, we need a change, no set. We need a fresh start. We need to raise the benchmark. I'm feeling like my head's dark, cause I can't see the blast part. I'm just trying to spread art, but I rarely see the best part. Game beaten like a dead heart. More out of sync than left start. I'm unorthodox, like sandals when you sport and socks. Can't stick me in no corporate box. That's where the soulless corpse is right. Of course, to me, that's more than thought. They don't believe the people matter. False propaganda, you can miss me with that fecal matter. One hand up, can I get a high five? Like the homie Rich said, till I die. These guys fly by off on justified pride. But I'm a rise and ride till Luna as immortalized. Stunts with annoying gimmicks. All these awful rappers hot. What the fuck is this? Did someone tweet a memo? Well, I guess I must have missed it. Oh, well, I'm a garbage, cause that's none of my business. Stunts with annoying gimmicks. All these awful rappers hot. What the fuck is this? Did someone tweet a memo? Well, I guess I must have missed it. Oh, well, I'm a garbage, cause that's none of my business. Damn, so that was you. Yeah. <laughs> um, I told you my engineer does wonders. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, that's crazy. Um, you, you, you had, like, that devil voice, and, and like, I don't know hip-hop, but... I, I, <clears throat> I've hung out with people who, like, recorded rap and shit, but, yeah, like, yeah. like, was that all you? That That's all completely you? Yeah, yeah. Fucking I, and I, when I perform, I don't use, like... like it. When, like, that was my second question. That, you don't hear that in the yeah, background. Yeah, not at all. I do no, vocal, no background vocals. You can do that live? Yeah. Like, no, yeah, damn, how know, do you pretty, pretty catch well. your fucking breath man uh, honestly it's it's one of those things it's been my motivation i'm quitting cigarettes I'm in the process of quitting smoking cigarettes right now and that's been my motivation for it is because the lung capacity yeah just, the extra lung capacity would be fucking so nice <laughs> i wonder how i do you catch your 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 breath during syllables so you're like nah, nah, nah. yeah and you know what there's, 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 there's ways around it like you could skip one because like honestly like i said i'm no like i'm nobody I, nobody knows I, the songs yeah, like, like exactly. the fuck are they gonna know if i miss a syllable here or there but i try to do it perfection well just, now because then you'd be uh, fuck I forgot the name there's this chick rapper who like Iggy Azalea yeah dude that's just the first person I get I didn't even know I just guessed yeah she's like supposedly the girl, worst a I've girl rapper it. that's a joke Iggy Azalea yeah <laughs> that was easy she, I'm, I'm hella high um, so am I. on the volume I'm sorry <laughs> no on the volume um, yeah she's like th- there's this big old joke that she like just pronounces syllables when she's rapping and it's that's, like, right. that's what I think about Nicki Minaj too but no one's a shit really time. Fuck that bitch, homie. I don't follow him, so I don't Yeah, know. no, I know. And then see that's the thing. I is mean, that. fucking my favorite joke is bald over here with um James Hetfield from Metallica. <laughs> so like that that's that's the closest I can compare it to, you know? Uh, yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Um Yeah. I like it. Thank so you, you're gonna sure. perform that live. That's one of the this ones Thursday. I do, yeah. Maybe, T. Pratty's 8, Santa Cruz at the Catalyst. Maybe a little bit later I'll play one more that's a bit more on the, uh, f- I guess that one's kind of fun. More edgy or what? <laughs> no, I got one, like, okay, remember I said I'm going to put out the mixtape for free? Oh, yeah. Part of the reason is one of my songs that I have on, on there is called Bong Load Number 5 what? Is it going to be on SoundCloud? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I already have, like, that's on SoundCloud, a couple other songs oh, okay. are on SoundCloud. I have stuff on SoundCloud. Longo, yeah, Longo on SoundCloud. Yeah, my SoundCloud's in my Facebook and my Instagram. What is your SoundCloud? Uh, Longo Music. 
Longo music. Yeah, okay. that's basically how you can find me anything. Longo okay. music. I try to keep it uh, pretty universal. Super simple. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, and I have a song called Bongo Number no. Five where I basically. Do you guys remember Mambo Number no. Five? Of course. Of course. Who doesn't? Right. Yeah. The second anyone hears the beat, they're like, "Oh shit!" Oh. And I basically oh. I I had this oh. idea like a long time ago to make a song where I would talk about nothing but smoking pot and instead of women's names in the chorus, I would just name off different strains I like to smoke. Is and Mary oh, Jane one of them? No. Well, uh, it's, it's, in it's, it's in the chorus. It's in the chorus. It's not I've never a strain, been to a dispensary, though. Cujo, but I, and I haven't been to too many of them. <laughs> but I've never been to a dispensary that has a strain called Mary Jane. I was trying to say, like, that'd be too lazy, but whatever. Yeah, no, no, no uh, I think there's, oh, yeah, it's a little bit of Mary. I say a little bit of Mary at some point <laughs> because it is a name and it works. Like, yeah. The song just fits so well. A lot of the reactions I get from it are genuinely laughter. And people go, wow, man, like, I can't believe you thought to do that. And I can't believe that nobody's done that yet. It was one of those yeah, things. That's you know? a good reaction. That's, good that's Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like that idea. So I thought it was interesting, and it was one of those I just had fun with. It was when I was first writing. It was kind of almost like an exercise where I was just like, let me see if I can plug in something, and, really? and it just fucking worked, Holy man. Shit, and that's awesome. Yeah, so it's, I, I, oh, I, it's actually going to be... Good start. <laughs> it's going to be the oh, first time I really oh, perform oh, it. I've, did it, I've done really? it once, uh, but it was a really smaller crowd and just kind of like a uh, homie hey, asked me to come do a set, and I was like, hell yeah, so I just tried it out there, and now I'm going to test it out more on a, a bigger audience, I suppose. Oh, yeah. So. When you go do shows like that... <laughs> Do you just give somebody like like your CD and say just start at track one? Uh, it's usually how, how it, it depends. Work? See, that's one of the variable things. Usually, I'll get a heads up a day or two before, be like, all right, uh, che- uh, sound check is this time. Be here, check in here. Uh, you do that then, a day before? A week before, a couple of days before. Just a bit varies, man. Holy shit! I, like when I perform, it's like ten minutes before. <laughs> That yeah, that happened. That's like an no. hour before. Because they care very little about you. That's different in the in the in the sense that it's like, oh, um, you don't know what time. <laughs> like, I have no idea what time I'm going to go up. And people ask me all the time during the day, "Hey, what time are you going on?" I don't fucking know. What time are you going on? I don't know. Best question. Just hey, just tell them. Show starts at seven. Yeah, that's what Be I said. Doors, doors seven, open at eight. You know? I mean, yeah. You know, like, but by then, more than likely, you've already done your sound check and all that. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. And a lot of times, like, it's not, the sound check's not totally necessary. Like, I don't always do the sound check. It's yeah. just you know it. It's kind of one of those things where it's like, hey, I'm going to do a sound check. I sound cool. Cool guy rapper thing. I would hella want to do it. Oh, yeah. And I would do it in slippers. (laughs) That just seems like the rock and roll shit to do. Oh, I almost almost rocked sweatpants over here. Dude, it's more rock and roll to like performance slippers. I'm not that rock and roll. Mm. But see, how would you do a stage dive? You slip. You might stage dive. I don't stage dive. I got a bass. I'm waiting waiting for the right moment. If if I had uh, a wireless system, fuck it. I'm in the mosh. (laughs) Someone might break my bass and I'm going to be really sad for a week, but... Hey man, you know, it's, I, I bet you the memory will be worth it once you get a new one. <laughs> exactly. Remember that crazy fucking night when I broke my bass on the fucking crowd for some reason? Yeah. But the memories remain. <laughs> <laughs> Boo. <laughs> Y'all funny, man. <laughs> oh, shit. Anyways. That's um, good shit, man. Yeah, so. Um, oh, what was I asking? Do you practice? Like, how, how do you practice for a performance? That, that was kind of the thing. Is That's how Dude. one of the things Mom's that led spaghetti. me to start. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you know there's an actual video? You guys should play it later. Uh, there's a video someone edited of, it's literally the whole song of Lose Yourself, but it's called Mom's Spaghetti, and they just edited Mom's Spaghetti into, like, every line of the song. <laughs> of course they did. It's hilarious. I would expect no less of the internet. <laughs> These hoes don't want to know. He's called Spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. But yeah, no, I mean, like... Uh, 
one thing that really interested me after a while of listening to certain rap is that I would learn how to rap the songs, like the faster double time raps. Like, and I realized how much fun it was to actually do the rapping part. Like, oh twist shit. And shit, yeah, twist attack, <laughs> you know, bone thug shit like that. Like, I would learn to hit those on point and be like, damn, that was dope, man. That felt tight. And that's basically how I learned how to get good. So I was already physically good at rapping when I started writing. So that was one of the things that were like, oh, maybe I can do it because I know I can actually physically rap. Yeah. So um, I keep in mind that I need to perform any song potentially when I write it and make room for certain breaths or pauses when I need to. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, obviously I practice. Uh, it's easy to practice when you have headphones on and you're walking down the street and your song's playing and you just rap over your own vocals and then you get used to it and then by that time you have the, sub the subconscious timing down and then when it's showtime you don't need the vocals So anymore. it is, again, and I mean, I don't even I don't make, make a joke about it, but like an 8 Mile when, when Eminem or oh, yeah. Rabbit, whatever the fuck his name was on there, where he's just on the bus, you know, with the headphones on he's just listening to that beat Yeah, he just has that one line. You know, he's got that one line and he's like, oh shit, okay. Cool. I haven't really that been... Mean, able to expand my writing horizons to where I'm like mobile and doing it uh, once oh, in a while okay. but I mostly like to be in my comfort zone I like yeah. to be able to be at home I like to be able to like take a bong rip when I want you know fucking like take a break real quick if I want to like play a fucking quick game of 2k or some shit you know uh, so I feel like that's a big part of creativity is being somewhere comfortable in, a, in like a place where you feel okay to unleash whatever it is you need to unleash so I, I haven't really like dabbled in writing on buses or <laughs> you know yeah. Uh, if I if I was waiting for you guys, I wouldn't have been sitting there like working on a verse because that's just you know. Well, that's interesting to me that you say that because sometimes because I I write sometimes you know and um, and sometimes people trip out because sometimes when I write I'll do things that I normally don't do you know that's when I do things that again just like I've always wanted to learn about this well now is the time and then you know an hour or so into learning that it's like holy shit. Holy shit! What I wanted to write is there. It's yeah, you yeah. know, it's there. What I want to say, I know the words. I know, like sometimes, yeah, I have to distract myself with something again that I enjoy, just to let it surface. Until, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Again, it's interesting that you say that. I haven't heard anyone else meant uh, uh, again explain it that way. But that that's how I write. Yeah, you know, that's exactly. how I. Sometimes people would trip out because they would think that I would get like a pen and paper in front of me, and it's like, no, dude, that's not how I write. Yeah, people. That's not how I write. Writing's an interesting. Part. Any kind of creative thing is interesting, but especially writing because. There's just so many structures you try to um, work into it. Like, I don't know if you know, it's like, I, I like alliteration a lot. Long goes leaving life, lessons in lyrical lacerations, seldom skipping seconds for the syllable saturation. And I'm actually saying something, but at the same time, I'm using the same letter into, like, I, yeah. I, I love it. I love fucking multi-syllable and uh, alliteration and shit like that. Like, I love using actual literary tools, which I think is missing from a lot of rap nowadays. That's why one of my favorite shits is fucking alphabet aerobics. Yeah, exactly. And that's why, like, I don't know if you noticed, I started the song off very basic, almost to mock that kind of lyricism and style of music. Because that's what I heard when I first heard the beat. I was like, I felt like doing the Uncle Bernie when I first heard yeah. it. And then I was like, all right, well, I can start this off kind of funny and do, like, real basic fucking, and then just kind of snap a little bit. And I was like, how do I snap? Alliteration is an easy way to do that, to show a little bit of lyrical prowess, you know? And do you ever do ciphers and shit? I've is done a, a couple, uh, nothing big time yet. I mean, it's that's one of those things that um, I'm capable of because I can actually do physical rapping. Like I've seen somebody like stitches. I've seen I accidentally went to a stitches show one time. Uh, long story. Anyway, he that motherfucker can't even rap his own songs, and his songs ain't even hard to rap. <laughs> really? I was like blown away the fact that that dude lives in Florida and was got big enough to headline a show at the Catalyst all the way in California and he can't even rap his own shitty songs. That's weird. Right? It's 
at that part, at that point, it's like marketing. No, know? yeah, no, and then that's all it is. And like, but see, that's where you guys are saying like talent shines. Not always, man. No, <laughs> not always. That's interesting. I again, I don't know if I I would like to have, to see that live. You know, because I don't think I I've seen musicians or bands that just don't fit into the bill and kind of get shitted off stage. But I've never seen anyone that's like, dude. He's the headliner at this even, at this show. Really? Do you, are you familiar oh, with Stitches? No, Do you know who Stitches no, is? No, Homie, no, this no, dude no. is this like y'all were talking about the face tat and the true OGs and shit. This dude's a white ass motherfucker that lives in Florida and just talks about selling cocaine. And like he has all these guns in his videos and all these face tats and he's a big old dude and rah, I'm a drug dealer. That's his thing. And he fucking got big enough to headline shows all across the country. There's literally a point in one of in his biggest song where he literally for about like 45 seconds just screams, "I love selling blow." And he can't even do that on stage. I'm like, "You're pathetic, homie." That, that every once in a while, well, again, not not that, but I like that. Right? Um, the fucking OT Genesis song, Coco. That song said oh, like God. like 12 words. I, I fucking loved it. I loved it. And, and you know what, dude? Like I said, like I said earlier, all that shit has its place, man. And that's all yeah. cool. Like, a lot of the times people give me shit like, oh, you only da-da-da or you're such a hater. And I'm like, nah, man, I just voice my opinion because I have to deal with this shit all the time. If it wasn't the only thing that was constantly being shoved in everyone's face, then I wouldn't have a problem with it because every genre has its place. You yeah. need party music. You need dumbass shit once in a while, you know? But as long as there's a back to what I said, you have to have a balance in life, man. Without that balance, it just upsets me. Fuck yeah. Dude, I bet that Coco song would suck live. Oh, are you I'm, fucking I'm, all, I'm, I'm like running it through my head right now. Oh, I bet it would Imagine be terrible. Imagine him being standing up <laughs> for four minutes just going, I'm in love with the Coco. He has to be like, that's actually, yeah, that is what I say. <laughs> but that, see, that's but the whole song. That's are the problem, you, do you though, love it? That Do you love it? All these like, fucking no, kids will be sitting there like, uh, gigging out, dabbing, and like doing, or not, not actually smoking hash, but you know what they consider dabbing now? A little stupid dance that they do. And you know, whatever, Soldier Boy, and if they still do that. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, no, I hate it live, but this new generation might be all into it, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like, but that was my thing. I try to listen to it. I don't mean to offend people, but like, I don't like dubstep at all. Uh, It's not my thing. I think it's kind of dumb. It's very simplistic as far as structure. Bass and people like the bass, and I get it. I guess if you're rolling, it falls at a rave. That's what I heard. That's fucking funny. That's what I remember. I mean, I didn't this out all kinds or ecstasy. What do you call it? Molly ecstasy MDMA. Yeah, over here when I was a cool kid we called it this oh yeah no back in the mac uh, dre days that's different uh, uh, though man. yeah and i didn't do it you know too much i wouldn't be i'm not a, i wouldn't not a this head but i yeah. did yeah <laughs> but i did it enough to where it's like god damn that goddamn bass it just it just envelops your soul you i know? get that but like i would never like i don't know it's one of those things where like people go to those dubstep shows and i'm like you're basically Dude, paying so eighty dollars to watch somebody stand there hit play and go like this you know, wave their hand in the air and hold their Once headphone to the side again, of their head. That's where I give props to the DJs. Like, holy shit, you could pull that shit off for an hour and a half. I know most of these people are on drugs, but you still have to move and like and pretend know, like you're just like. Well, I know that they're what? not totally doing nothing. I know that they do stuff. They like yeah, you know, create a little. Yeah. But for the most part, like, bro, you're on. sitting there hitting buttons. Yeah, you've already put this shit together in your hotel room. You know, like, like you watch someone like I don't know if you guys know like oh, who's a good example. Someone like Hobson. You know, who Hobson is. Hobson's an underground rapper who just recently had his own independent label that got dissipated by some drama. Anyway, this motherfucker, like, some of his music pisses me off now. Like, he was supposed to be this dude who's on a really nice underground trajectory. And basically, his music got kind of whiny after a while and is at this point still. But uh, dude puts on a fucking hell of a show, man. I'm sure you guys have been to the main stage many a time at the Catalyst enough yeah. to know how they have the upper deck, right? And the lights and shit, right? Yeah. That hang off. This motherfucker, not only does this motherfucker crowd surf, he crowd walks. 
This motherfucker <laughs> walks on the Jesus. crowd while he raps. And then uh, when he was at the Catalyst last time, this mugger, motherfucker Good got balance. on those lights. He climbed from people's hands onto those lights, was hanging upside down from them, rapping, doing crazy shit. They jumped off of it back onto the crowd. Like, made it, like, like that shit is not easy to do, man. That is impressive, and I will pay money to see that. Yeah. Damn straight. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you standing there that hitting a button on a laptop isn't exactly something I'm thin to pay money for. Watching Drake fucking sit there whine about his exes with auto-tune and fucking background vocals is not something I'm going to pay $200 for. You know, like, no. I'm going to go see my favorite artist for $35. I'm going to hang out with them after the show because they're cool-ass people, good, good memories, and listen to good-ass music. Like, those are the kind of shit that I like to do. I like to do that kind of shit. You know? Dude, no. that that No, yeah. And that that's to me, is the real music. And that's, again, where it doesn't matter what genre you do. That's the stories you could all share. Exactly. And Everybody just, has that. Can, and like in music, art, art, life in general is just all perception. It's how you perceive things. Life's ten percent what happens to you, ninety percent all attitude. You know, and so like music is all art, especially is all just how you perceive it. You know, someone could think fucking um, Mac Miller is the greatest fucking lyricist of all time, and I could disagree. And we can all make valid points why. Um, so yeah, man, I figure like you have to have the connection with the music and meeting the artists finding out whether or not they're genuinely who they are in their music, that helps and or hurts your liking of the music. And I've had that happen both ways where I've met an artist, then got really into their music and been like, dude, that's awesome. I met you. You were a cool person. And then I realized that you make really dope music too. I've had it happen to where I've liked someone's music and then had an encounter with them or met them and then not, and been kind of shied away after that. Like someone like Yellow Wolf. I, he was kind of, and you know, I understand you get to that point and maybe sometimes you get off stage, you don't want to take a picture with somebody, but it was just one of those, like I had a slightly negative encounter with them. So it turned me off to his music just that much extra. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, dude, it is crazy being a celebrity or not even a celebrity, but just a person. Anyone who gets recognition yeah. in a public matter. Oh. Yeah, true. Low batteries. Yeah. No, I can't, I can't record it's, anymore. It's, yeah, it's telling me that I'm out of space because, yeah. Uh, yeah. MySpace. Cause at the, <laughs> I need to buy more MySpace. Well, like, for me, because I, I still like um, music without vocals as well. Yeah, instrumentation. Hip-hop, yeah. Because, yeah. um, again, go, going back to the electronic DJs, is it very rarely does it have vocals, you know, other than to add to the music. Um, but there's still really good traditional DJs out there. Oh, fucking yeah. DJ Jazzy Jeff is still no, yeah, fucking no. Murdering. No, that's what I'm saying. There's times where like motherfuckers so can go off, shit. but in general, someone like I don't know, and I don't 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 quote me on this shit because I don't know exactly what I'm talking about. But someone like a name that comes to my mind is like Skrillex or someone like that, and I don't even know his music. I don't know who he is. Yeah. I just know his name. I know he does dubstep, and he seems like the type of person from what I hear to be one of those. I like the one thing I will give him credit for. I like them being able to hear a sound and be like, "Ooh, I could slow that down and add it to this, and then do that." Like that's all that. I'll, I'll, I dig I'll it. I dig the that. creation of it. Them, I just yeah. wish they would. I wish they would differ from. They think they like make like four chords and that's the song. You know, like vary it a bit. Don't just have some crazy breakdown. Like it sounds like. Yeah, it's hard to it's hard to differentiate a lot of the songs because they always end up sounding the same. Same yeah. thing with country music. Again, yeah, some Dead Mouse and Skrillex. I'll watch a, a video from like Coachella and be like, okay, this is cool. And then in my head, it's like, well, if I was on drugs, this would be awesome. Well, yeah, but, and, then, and there's one like, thing but about as a being person, there. Yeah, as a person just listening to this is I get way, way more enjoyment out of watching a video of uh, the Gas Lamp Killer, you know, doing a fucking 50-person show somewhere in L.A., in some fucking restaurant that just closed, then 
30,000 people watching Skrillex his play, you yeah, know? Yeah, it's yeah, like exactly. These hip-hop producers, these hip-hop DJs that still exist that are sometimes doing shit that, that nobody will ever will be able to rap to, you know? It's like the beat, there's no beat there, but they're just, they're on it's this just, cutting edge, yeah, you know? You could yeah, hear exactly. other, you could hear producers being able to listen to them and then create this beat that will actually become this number one hit. And that's, you know? and that's the really cool thing about hip-hop as a genre is that it's, it borrows from every other genre as far as sound influence. and Dude, The Gas Lamp of- Killer. Again, I, I bring him up specifically. I'm going to check him out now because I've never heard of you've him. You've never heard of The no. Gas Lamp Killer? Dude, no. he, he's a, a DJ from San Diego. Okay. Um, and Well, he's named The Gas Lamp Killer because their, their downtown is called The Gas Lamp District. Ah. So he would go to hip-hop clubs and he would just play this super experimental just his shit you know he's i don't mean to say i don't mean i don't know if this sounds rude or not but he's a jew (laughs) he's a jew (laughs) when you see them it's like he's like oh he's got the big beard and all he looks like hasidic as fuck you know but then one yarmulke short of a rabbi yeah dude dude he looks like a guy that that teaches (laughs) fucking temple on the weekends you know that's tight though um but yeah but he so he uses a lot of the I don't know how to exp- what Middle Eastern instrument it is, but it, it's a it's a guitar type instrument. It goes like, you know, that's that's my best fucking shit. It's not a sitar. Almost kind of like not trying uh, to be racist. <laughs> almost kind of like you ever listen to Nicotina a bunch. You said you had your this oh day, yeah. So I figured yeah. Yeah. If, you remember, if you happen to remember the song My Wishes, it has that kind of Middle Eastern like it sounds like he's summoning a cobra out of the fucking thing kind of sound to it. Like like it's got that yeah, yeah dude that. Dude, that that's it. any any kind of fucking sounding genre works in hip hop, man. I, I um maybe minus country. I dude, yeah. I don't mean to derail this, but what do you call that no. instrument that you summon a cobra with? Uh, it's not a flute. It's it's something similar to a flute. I was just thinking that myself, dude. Right? We'll look it it's up. Gotta that's, be a, it's a flute. It's, uh, it's no, a, a flute goes like this sideways. <laughs> okay, clarinet is the closest thing I can think of. It, but it's not a clarinet. Some kind of variation of that. Maybe they have their own it terminology might be a for it. Because it's, it's, it's you have it to technically think that it, it's kind of like an old world instrument. What, what do you call it? Fucking cobra taming. Cobra taming. I'm, I'm gonna Google it. I'm just seriously, gonna, man. Fuck it. Cobra taming. Give me a second. Go ahead, Bob. That, that's the greatness about the internet, man. Any bit of knowledge we ever want is at our fucking fingertips, and yet we choose to look up cat videos. I look well, up how to beat King Koopa. I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't. I don't mean to put well, on. I mean, it's world. What's up? We might get in trouble for this because. Copyright and all that Ooh, shit, sh- but um, I, I, I didn't. I, we're not familiar. I I barely got introduced to this guy. Uh, we have a band that comes in here every three or four months. Uh, we were talking about them before the, the letters home. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're a what they call dirty soul rock. Ooh, that sounds really um, intriguing. Yeah, so so they they have an interesting style. But twice that they've played here, they they bring uh, hip hop artists with them. Two girls do. Feminist. This is where I was like, this is where it's like, I know people all claim, oh, hip-hop's misogynistic and this and that. Here, in this bar, right here in this fucking floor, feminist rappers, feminist rappers do Snatch what? Power. They always what talk were about their names? Snatch Power. Uh, one of them is Semi. One of them is yeah, Semi. The Monique. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Money like Monique. Mon- yeah, Monet. <laughs> Monet, thank Monet you. Monet like yeah. money and Semi. Um, they're, they're one of them from LA, one of them from Oakland. Interesting. And they come in, and well, one of them sounds like Nicki Minaj. She's this really, really petite girl with a high pitched voice. So I always say, dude, this sounds like a Nicki Minaj. But if Nicki Minaj had talent and actually, you know, 
spoke about some stuff. Yeah, right. Instead of just uh, whatever fucking they write for. <laughs> yeah. Can you can you put my volume up? I think my volume. Oh yeah, is I, low. it's purposely low. Start over. Oh. So this is uh, the gas lamp killer here. Okay. There's a song called Nissim. Let me see. N i s s i m. Hopefully we don't get kicked off of iTunes. I don't know. This is not our song, iTunes. Hey, you ain't profiting off it, are you? No, no, yeah, that that's literally what I what we bank on whenever we put copyright and stuff. It's like, dude, we don't claim this is our stuff and we don't make money off yeah, of it. Yeah, they're getting free promotion. Why would they fucking bitch? Um, but yeah, this is something that again I think people would listen to and be like, This is hip hop and it's like, Yeah, dude, this is the oh, yeah. fucking cutting edge. This could be some real deep soul shit, man. Like, and um I can't wait to hear this drop right now. Yeah, exactly. But see, and that's what's different is when you're listening to Skrillex, you're also like, oh, the drop, the drop, the drop. But you just, you just want to kind of like move around. I, I you know, know what this it's going to sound different. like already. Yeah, like I'm curious to see what this is going to sound like. This it's just going to And again, so see, so like imagine being at a club. They're playing like, you know, Busta Rhymes or whatever, some Nelly, some club hip hop. And then like, oh, yeah, we got this DJ coming on right now. Then this comes on. So that's why they started calling him the gas lamp killer because he would kill the vibe at the club. That's funny. The name of the club being the gas lamp. No, the gas lamp is the downtown district. The district, in San Diego. yeah, like the red light I district see. kind of thing. Yeah, all, where all the bars and, and everything is. It's so badass. If you've never been to the gas lamp district, San, in Diego San Diego is actually the one major city in Cali I haven't yet actually gone. Oh my god, you have to! San Diego is the. I love San Diego, dude. It's it. Nah, they're too close to LA. They, they get fucking mixed in. <laughs> First of all, they have warm water in the ocean. You don't get that shit on the West Coast, other than San Diego, because God loves them. Yeah, I've, I, that was one of the. Oh wait, hold on. Go, yeah. Yeah. People are listening. That's a cool like instrumental because it's one of those um, where like if you were to put it on on a rainy day, it would enhance that rainy vibe. But if you were to put it on on a sunny day, it would enhance that sunny vibe as well. Dude, fuck yeah! Oh man, I'm glad you brought one of the ones that I love to do that with is Jay Dilla's Rough Draft, which was probably his last album before he, before he passed away. And fuck like. Because it, it starts off with the, the actual tracks, you know, with the vocals and all that. But fuck, no, the second half, the B-side, which is just the instrumentals. Oh, so that's how he did it. He went and read a, uh, actual tracks and then just released the instrumental version on that. Yeah, yeah, side. yeah. Jay Dilla's Rough Draft, uh, the, the, it's, I think, 11 tracks. 11 tracks. The first 11 tracks are, are the beats with the vocals, and then it plays them again. It plays them again for another 40 minutes or so, 11 people, tracks. People love that shit, man. They like to rap over it. They like to just vibe out, man. Like, it's good for thinking. Well, exactly. That, that's what I love. Sometimes I'll just go on and put white noise. I'll go on YouTube and just put white noise. <laughs> you know, just again, when I'm writing or whatever. Interesting. But Interesting. it's like, but it just white noise doesn't, there's no inspiration. One nah. of my, my, my other favorite things other than hip hop instrumentals to do, again, for writing and all that is. 
ayahuasca chants. Again, I, I've never, really? I've never done ayahuasca or, or ever no, huh. no psychedelics. I didn't know that uh, chants had a significance in the taking of that drug. Yeah, yeah. Again, they, they, they again. It, to me, I, I got turned on to it by Joe Rogan. Because he was he's, like, dude, dude, when you listen to those His chants, podcast is really good. Dude, I've listened to a few episodes of it. It's fucking insane. It almost reminds me of this kind of how, like, he'll get, he'll get uh, with a guest, he'll get extremely sidetracked, but into this really in-depth and intriguing fucking enlightening conversation. That's and you a, don't even care that they got sidetracked. That's a, a, one of the secret things about this podcast, again, at least for myself, is I watched Joe Rogan. And I was like, dude, this goes... Not com- again, not comparing myself to Joe Rogan or not saying that it will ever be Joe Rogan, but it's like... He's just genuine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm not going to be like, no, dude, you're here to talk about your hip hop. Why are you bringing up this Star Wars shit? You right, know? right, like, right. I'm not going to do that. You know, I mean, I'm here. I barely met you. You know, yeah, like, yeah, before yeah. we walked in, we barely met you. I'm trying to, I'm trying to learn about you. So you know, if the conversation gets derailed, fuck it. Let's see where it goes. Let's see how you fucking. And that's how you get the most out of your guests is you create that comfortable environment where they feel like they can be themselves and. Like, because that's what people want, man. Like, if they, if anyone had any interest in me, they would probably find this fascinating because I'm divulging a bit of background. I'm giving you a bit of peek into how I see things, and because you know, I'm like, I don't, I have friends, I have plenty of friends, but I'm not like going to parties. I'm not going to bars every week, and like, you know, trying to get me. You know, I'm just, I'm lazy. You know, like, I'm a fucking homebody. I'm a yeah. nerd. I'm a nerd. I like to play video games and shit. It's my yeah, pot. Here, like, bro. <laughs> yeah, right. You're yeah. at the right place. Yeah. If, again, this bar is full of people like, like yeah. us. That's just, that's why we all hang out here. Hell yeah, man. Birds of a feather. Yeah, we all, dude. It, it's so crazy. Again, you know, James is, he's he's a friend of mine. I could I could literally say I love him. You know, with, with no hesitation. Oh it's, yeah. It's so easy. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. Again, going back to Joe Rogan. That's why I say it with confidence. Is uh-huh. Joe yeah, Rogan yeah. all James the time. Is the best. I'm sorry. Joe Rogan all the time. Like, I love you. I love you. Like yeah, dude. I could say I love you. I because motherfucker. Fuck that. If James ever called or whatever needed anything, I wouldn't hesitate. Like, yeah, well, I'm going to do it. Just because, just cause, you know, it just feels like that's what I got to do. So that's, like, that's, that's, what, that's what connection's about, man. People are so afraid to connect to each other. You can sit there on the internet and da-da-da-da, but like actually having an authentic gen- – and I've seen it in public sometimes. I was being in a store and trying to strike up a conversation with somebody, and they just give me this look like, how dare you even speak to me? <laughs> and I'm like, dude, I'm just trying to be friendly. Like, go fuck yourself. I'll tear your ass down as quick as I tried to build you up right now. Let me assume, was she a feminist? (laughs) (laughs) Don't remember wrong. You're killing that that demographic. (laughs) No, no, it could be anybody. It could be a guy. But like one one cool one on the opposite spectrum of that is I was in Walmart getting some this, that, and the other thing. And uh, I have my headphones in. I'm listening to music. Dude's in front of me, and he places uh, the divider of items in between our shit and I just, you know, a genuine like, oh, thanks, boss. Like, you know, and um, then I zoned out again for and a couple seconds. I look over and he's like staring at me and like moving his mouth and I'm like, take my headphones out. And I'm like, oh, what's up, man? He's like, do you know me? Not in an, in an angry or threatening. He's like, do you know me? And I'm like, no, I don't believe so. Why? He's like, well, you said my name. And I'm like, what? My name, a boss. Your name is a boss? That is the <laughs> coolest shit I've ever heard, man. And right then and there, I had a really cool encounter with him. We had a quick chat and he actually ends up being like, yeah, man, it sounds real dope, but uh, I actually am a boss at my job, too. But apparently, that's one of the dudes who flew one of the planes into 9-11. <laughs> his, really? his name was a boss. But I'm like, dude, ah, I'm like, how many people, how many people actually fucking circle. know that? <laughs> how many people actually fucking know that, though? Yeah. All I, I remember is Cowie. I don't know if he was one of the flyers. That's Kelly? crazy. 
Yeah, if you're named after one of the dudes that flew, I don't remember none of their names. Right? I just said, dude, your name's a boss. I'm about to name my son that shit. (laughs) A boss? A boss. It probably was like A-B-A-U-C-E maybe. (laughs) (laughs) There's there's names that aren't acceptable. There was actually, you know what? I remember one dude, Muhammad Atta. Yeah. (laughs) Muhammad Atta blow shit up. (laughs) Muhammad Atta. He was one of the terrorists. What, what are you not going to name your kid Muhammad? It's a fucking popular ass name. Yeah, it's the most popular name on the book. <laughs> Calm down, super bad. Read a book. It was either between that and Muhammad. Why the fuck would it be between that and Muhammad? There was two man. common names on earth. <laughs> yeah. Read a fucking book, Seth. Dude, you know it's funny. One time I went and saw the Expendables at the Catalyst, and. Uh, at some point, I hear some people like whispering and pointing, and all I heard was blah blah blah, super bad. I thought I heard blah 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 chick from Superbad. I look up and who is it? Fucking McLovin sitting on the st- the left staircase of the Catalyst. Just was like. he really? And then Shut up. I swear to God, bro, chica, at an expendable. And the funniest shit is that once everyone started realizing, of course, no one cares about the concert. Pictures, that pictures, sucks. pictures. They had to have security guards stand in front of him. So and dude, we were just talking about being a fucking celebrity. That yeah. sucks, you know? Yeah, it but it's probably it is, just man. a it comes with the territory. And- if you don't want it, don't go to that profession. I would love it. Yeah. Fucking, if you're not going to I would pretend, that. okay, just in case it ever happens to me, I would pretend like I fucking hated it, but just know inside, I fucking love it. Nah, fuck that, man. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, oh, fuck, I got to sign more autographs. Yeah, I'm loving it. Hell nah, man. Autographs, you're pictures. loving it. Let's take yeah. shots. Let's smoke some pot. Like, if I ever get fucking famous and popular and anyone ever gives a fuck, like, by all means, let's interact, man. I thought that, too, until I heard Louis C.K. shit when he got so too high. Remember, dude, yeah. this this is now a situation. But see, no, there's a difference between... See, this you, would, you wouldn't compare now. me to Louis C.K., though. You, I would be more on that Doug Benson kick. That's how often I smoke pot. I'm more on Doug Benson kick. than way too much fucking weed. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, yeah, so, lot. yeah, I was actually... I wanted to bring back... I wanted to touch back up on this. Earlier, you said something about, like, loving stand-up. So, from someone who loves stand-up loves and stand-up. hip-hop, I would also like to throw my hand into the ring at writing a stand-up back at some point. So what would you, would you be intrigued by someone who would be meshing a hip-hop routine with their stand-up routine? Like, in between songs, I would have sets that transition into my other song. You know what I'm saying? It would be like a double show kind of thing. Almost like what Bo Burnham does, but more of a serious music show as opposed to just strictly parody music. Again, yeah, that's... A, that's I like it because it, I've, I've never seen it before, but that's tough. You know, music and comedy. It's really not, though, because I've seen so many hip-hop shows where in between songs, a lot of the artists sit there and bullshit with their fucking hype man anyway. It's basically that, but just structured and yeah. written out and more clever. Yeah. I, I, I'd say yeah. try it, bro. Yeah, I mean, I want to be like, like Lil Dicky does it, and that's like, like a dumb bring Yeah, up, four, like, four or five minute bits in between songs. Yeah. Not even nothing crazy, man. Yeah, that w- Something that just leads to the next song. Yeah, yeah. Like, that, but actually, then that you, would be cool. You, yeah. you, I tell would the next song shit. be like a comedy thing? You it know? depends. People it would, be, would like expect like maybe not like necessarily going to stay. No, well, see that's because what would you, be dope. You can use comedy to highlight serious points. Yeah, and that transitions and balances your show back to actually having some serious content and opening people's eyes potentially. Yeah, okay, yeah, I like that. Yeah, because yeah, sure. I could easily go into like, man. You ever you ever like a girl like this and she does this shit, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and then whatever the hell the joke is, you know, and you're going again three, four, five minutes on it, and you're just kind of like ha 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 ha, like well, well, I got I got a story about that, and then that's when you get back into your serious hip hop mode. Like for her, for example, like, like my roommate came up with a joke where he was like, uh, and I, I could even lead into swag with this. For example, uh, how did the hipster burn his tongue? 
Something about it not being cool enough. Yeah, he drank his coffee before it was cool. Okay, yeah, yeah, all right. <laughs> and see, that could be like, I can start talking about like stupid gimmicks and bullshit like that, and then right into the song. You know, I don't like, mean to kiss their ass, but you've been a Matarachi before. They do comedy between the songs, but they're not original songs. But see, even I would then, say and, this and would work out. Yeah, it's almost like Fuck a thing yeah, where it's so transitionless, out. like you don't even really notice it. I would actually have to be like, by the way, that's organized stand up that I threw in there. Because I see artists do it all the time. They just bullshit in between work, songs, yeah. and people people already think it's funny just because the artist is talking and making jokes. Yeah. So, well, but you'd actually be funny. Yeah, and <laughs> like you, hopefully you could cut hopefully. like all the the comedy segments and cut out all the songs and just make it like a YouTube thing. You know? Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. and to me, it kind of brings back uh, the variety show type thing. Exactly. Well, that's to me. That's where comedy came from. Is in between the music acts, they would throw in a comedian just to keep the yeah a buzz going. Yeah, you know? exactly, and that's where all, all all these you know well the only dude I can really name, Lenny Bruce you know type type dudes George Carlin even after Lenny Bruce is that's how if you go way back into the you know the sixties and seventies there was no stand up fucking you know they wouldn't go to clubs no exactly like, no, there was a variety show. I was curious I was I actually thought about that recently like how did all that arise like how would how did that structure end up coming. Vaudeville, dude, it all vaudeville, which is again another straight American art form. Yeah, and yeah, from all that comes, you know, these great singers and 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 comedy and all that. And yeah, so it's like, dude, there's the fucking show. What the fuck is it called? El Platanito en la Noche or some shit like that, dude. It's I don't know if it's on a real oh Estrella. It's a it's a TV. It's a channel called Estrella. And I think it's called Plat- Platanito. It's a clown, dude. It's a oh, dude geez. dressed as a clown, and he does a late night talk show. It's a it's a Mexican show. It's it's filmed in L.A., but it's your typical him yeah. just like groping women, oh, and they're all like, wearing bikinis, and it's just like I was like, is it actually is it like a regular late night show, and he just happens to be dressed as a clown, or does he do like clown type shit? You know, no, he he <laughs> doesn't do any clown type See, that's shit. That's tight. That's it's tight. like Jay Leno. He comes out and does a monologue. And he just and he's happens dressed like a clown. You just pretend that you're supposed to pretend like he's not dressed like a fucking yeah. clown. That's just, tight. Yeah. That's hilarious. And so I was like, dude, this fucking variety show thing is not dead. It's not. They're, no. they're still, I love this. As ridiculous and outrageous as it was, I was like, dude, there's still a market for this. Well, there's and see, the, the benefits of that is, is because we're coming into an age where censorship is becoming less of an issue as far as just like verbally. You can say shit and bitch and shit like that on the radio and even on TV. You can get it like, it's always sunny. Play some crazy shit on TV. They say some gnarly shit on TV and some gnarly subject matter. Um, But they, uh, you know, so I feel like with Netflix, Netflix is doing shit the right way with their series. Like Orange is the New Black. That shit's dope. At first I was like, I'm not going to watch a show. I'm not going to watch a show about fucking women's prison. And then I was like, oh, there's titties in it. Hell yeah. Oh, oh, Donna's in it. Donna's Donna's titties are in it. Hell yeah! Wait, that's Netflix. Yeah, that's a Netflix original series, what and that's the fuck? that's the way they do shit now. It's like you can do it on Netflix, you can do it on the internet. You don't have to worry about censorship or or, or any of that bullshit. It's and like as bad as HBO, well, that's why I we like do it. this. Because I was thinking like they have Saturday Night Live, but Saturday Night Live is cheesy and fucking dumb. Because they have to tired. Uh, they have to appeal to fucking network TV. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, and it's tired. It's played out. But well, if that, you were to do something like that just on a YouTube channel, that might be something. You know? 
Well, that, yeah, when people come on this show that really don't know too much about it and then they cuss accidentally or say, oh, I smoke weed or something. That, oh, wait, can I say that? Can I say that? I clarified yeah, beforehand, we're on but I was pretty sure. <laughs> I was pretty sure I was cool because, like I even said, like you guys had Joey on the other week and that's a great friend of mine yeah, from back in the day. And so, I know that he does his medical marijuana shit. And I figured, well, okay, they're at least discussing that. So I'm pretty sure I could say and do whatever the fuck yeah, I want. If I want to talk about my acid and mushroom trips, I'm going to talk about my acid and mushroom yeah. trips. You know, like, we didn't even get there, bro. <laughs> wait, dude. Well, yeah, no, I don't. Yeah, th- I don't think we do. It's, it's fucking late already. Yeah. Is it really? What time is it? Ten o'clock. Shit. It's late. <laughs> Ten o'clock. We're going on the twelve hour. What, shit. I was gonna say, what time's our bedtime? I I'm well, still debating. Sunday, so I like kind of want to go back the to the office and fucking mop. And mop? we got that fucking homie. We got a lot of fucking people coming in next week. <laughs> you need to take a more fucking break. I, I gotta make the office look good. I'd yeah, have split this monster think... with you if I knew you were trying to do some shit. No, I, I kind of want to, but nah, I'm not going to. It is Sunday. On man. Wednesday when the customer, well, we have a customer coming in on Wednesday. So when, when Jamie comes I in, I want to have him mopped. If you do it tomorrow night, if you do it Tuesday night, you're good. Yeah, I think I will. But yeah, it is before. I don't care Avery about the IT guy. Up. I don't care about him looking at a pretty Yeah, office. exactly. What the fuck? Yeah. He's just going to be like, ain't nobody cleaning for you. Yeah. Fuck yeah. like, <laughs> you, guy. You're a nerd. Take it as a compliment that I don't feel the need to. All right? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I trust you, bro. I trust you. I trust you. Can tell anybody, right? It's like, I won't clean the house when you go over, but when the girl's going, shit. Yeah, well, that's but Jamie that's on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, that's no, how a girl I'm going to tell her, too. I'm going to tell her. I'm going to take her out for dinner on Wednesday night. I'm going to tell her, dude. I cleaned for I only cleaned because the girl's coming. It's the only time I ever cleaned, lady. <laughs> that's how you got to do it, man. I mean, that's just smart. Uh, well, I'm not trying to hit on her. I just want to let her know. It's just, it's just a respect <laughs> thing. It's just a respect thing. Quality Hello for life. PC, right? Quality for life. I, I don't know. I'll treat women the same way. Like, like if a girl challenges me on all one and something, best believe I'm gonna school your ass. Like, you get no sympathy points. No, no. Like, you get, you get yeah. no. Like, I'm not spotting you anything. Like, you getting that ass. None beat. of that feminine. You can serve these competition hands and whatever it the is. Equal rights, damn it. See, man, when I find a girl that can uh, compete with me one on one saber fighting, that's when that's wifey right there. She better be your Leia to your. I was gonna say, if the right? first time she says "I love you" and I say "I know" and she gets mad, she's not the one. <laughs> Lily, we're talking to you, Lily. Calling you out by name. We had a we I had like a guest that. we had a guest on the show who uh her boyfriend, like it would be her boyfriend, uh proposed to her. Oh and her response was I guess. Oh <laughs> that's and she was like, Yeah, it didn't work out. I was like, Yeah, that's what you I know wonder it's not gonna why. work out. I don't yeah, like Lily, shit. more power to you. I'm fucking Thanks for responding that way. That was badass. Hey, man. Thanks for telling the story. But you know, oh, though, man. it's better to do that if that's your natural reaction, and that's where you should go with because Fuck yeah. if you get your ass caught up in a fucking marriage because you wanted yeah. to be nice, then, well, um, Fuck <laughs> yeah. There you go. Lily again. You did the, More power you, to you. made the right really? choice. Whoever yeah. that dude is, he's a fucking loser. And if he didn't call you Lily Pad, then he's also a loser because that's a cool nickname. Calm down, fucking hey. Marshall from How I Met Your Mother. Uh, oh, yeah, huh? Damn it, I stole that one. Duh, I thought I was being creative. <laughs> Fuck. One of, one of my ex-girlfriends was all into frogs and shit, so it was pretty cool. when I, I used to catch frogs as a kid. What like, was her your, name? Your pad or mine. Uh, oh, you so clever. <laughs> I was so mad when Netflix and chill became a joke, because that was such a good line. That one's yeah, good, though. Yeah, I might yeah. steal that one. You know, what yeah, I, yeah. you know what one I like? Next time your significant other is like a far away distance from you, right? Call her up on the phone and be like, hey, babe, like, you know, like, I just want to say hi. Hey, can you do me a favor real quick? Yeah, sure, honey. With that, uh, just put your hand up in the air. Just, just, just put it, up, put it up there. Just, you promise, you promise it's up. Yeah, I prom- or you swear on everything that your hand is in the air right now. Yeah, it's up. Why? 
my hand's up too. That's how much I miss you. Boom. You'll fucking be rewarded for months with awesome BJs and things of that nature. <laughs> it takes them a minute to get it too. They're like, wait, what? Oh, from your hand to mine, I fuck it. Or you go with the old Crystalia. Hey, babe, how are you doing? What? <laughs> yeah, there's a podcast called 10 Minute Podcast. That's uh, Will Sasso and Crystalia. And he says the, the way to text chicks is you, res- you respond by pretending you don't give a fuck. So when the girl says, hey, you know, how's it? So you're dating. She's not even your girlfriend. I like She's it. not even your yeah. girlfriend. You're I just totally dating. See it. You're just dating. And she goes, hey, 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 what's up? And you just respond with, again, no punctuation, nothing. Just, hey, babe, how ARP you doing? ARP. Yeah. You fucking misspell just, that shit. You're just too fucking concerned with whatever it is you're doing to even yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. I don't give a spell fuck. three-letter words yeah, correctly. Yeah, exactly. I, I know I misspelled that, but fuck that. Genius. I don't care. I don't fucking care. Genius. So, hey, babe, how are you doing? Will sounds Love like it. Using guy. it. Using it. No, I've honestly, I've tried to, no, actually, I, don't, I can't say I've tried. I've thought about trying to be that, like, play a, like, I don't go with words, man. I could make it work if I really wanted to. It's just not genuine. It's weird to spit I, false game, I guess. I, I have a, a write, a, a, it's essentially a journal that I want to get going as a blog. I want to put my, my personal feelings out there that much. I haven't done it yet, but that, I have my title. Again, is the a journey into the art of not giving a fuck. Because I wish I could be that guy, too. I'm just like, yeah, oh, yeah, well, fuck that. But I'm not. But see, do I'm, you really like want to be so that concerned. guy? No, uh, uh, part of me does. I part of me doesn't want to care, but also part of me is like, dude, well, I do care. That's just naturally how I am. Again, it, it's fucking watching like Californication, Hank Moody, oh, bro. Jeez, man, Hank motherfucking Moody. I I sometimes wish I could just not give a fuck. I give too much. I give too many fucks. Yeah. You have a bag full of fucks and you just give them all away. Yeah, they're all, and I refill it every night. Whore. Every fucking night. <laughs> but anyway, I'm going to keep James here any, any longer. Yeah, yeah, anything, yeah. Anything we else we can plug? So, uh, St. Patrick's Day, this Me. Thursday, the 16th or 17th? It is the 17th, my friend. The 17th is Thursday doors, at the Catalyst. At the Catalyst doors are about eight. Uh, I have a handful of tickets left. If you guys can find me in time, hit me up on Facebook or Instagram. I'll probably just give them to you for free because I'm fucking desperate. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, because I'm a cool guy like that. Uh, should have played off a oh, cool guy rapper. Uh, no, but um, I appreciate you guys having me again, man. And uh, definitely I'll be down to continue on this another time, man, because yeah, we, de- we definitely did not get all the topics that we needed to no, get out. Yeah, that's usually how it goes down. Again, we introduce ourselves now and Hell yeah, we'll man. definitely come back. Yeah, and just so everyone knows, like this is the first time I met both of these gentlemen tonight. This was all just like man. genuine conversation. So I fucking had a great time, man. And uh, yeah, if you guys come out to the show, that'll be fun. We'll get fucked up. And uh, <laughs> Well, it's in Patty's there better. Hell yeah, man. That's double the reason. It's my motherfucking birthday. Oh, yeah, yeah that's your you birthday go, yeah. celebration. Yeah, yeah. Double party. So, yeah, man, the KRS-One show, the uh, Santa Cruz Cypher Session Music Festival in early April, 2nd and 3rd. Um, and then I got a project called Big Visions. My mixtape's coming out in the next month or so, finishing up the touches on that. And, yeah, man, um, the Saber Dojo. Fucking let's saber it up. <laughs> yeah, Get served these hands, homie. Badass. <laughs> But yeah, man, that's yeah. Basically, yeah, man. I had a this is this is dope shit, man. I'm definitely down to come back and do Hell some yeah. more some more uh, chit chatting. Hell yeah, well, again, you're definitely welcome back anytime. Hell yeah, y'all. And now that we've met you, you know who to yeah. Hit us up whenever, man. <laughs> definitely, man. Shit, I'd even be down to like just come, just not even talk about me, just come bullshit. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's what we want. <laughs> yeah, I was glad I didn't have to talk about me the whole time. I ain't that tight. <laughs> <laughs> 
But anyway, again, yeah. thanks all for listening. And yeah, thank y'all. Y'all have a good one. Catch you in a week. Thanks again, man.